Welcome back to Breakthrough Conversations. My name is Brett English. I'm Ryan Otego. We have got Slade and Benji in the house today, and they're going to be chatting with us on the esoteric nature of existence, a little bit about common law, and the biggest shift in human history that is taking place now in our consciousness. Big conversation. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, guys, just, just the basic stuff. The basic yeah. Basic, yeah. 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 Simple framework. Mm. Yeah. 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 But thank you guys for coming down. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank that, you. That drop in exercise was beautiful. Mm. Mm. Fantastic, man. Can you give us a little intro, a rundown on a little bit about yourselves and how you got to be where you are at the moment? Okay, yeah, thank you. Thanks, Brett. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Brother Benji. So, yeah, my name's Slade. I'm a, you know, deep thinker and a philosopher at heart. And, you know, I've spent the majority of my life contemplating the nature of our existence before I realized that that was, you know, a philosophical endeavor. It's just been part of my being. Mm. So, yeah, I've, I've, I've witnessed the, um, the inconsistencies in our, in our society and our, you know, hierarchical structures and, and politics and, and all this kind of stuff forever, mm. forever. So, yeah, growing up in the country, uh, moving to the city, Having you know lots of you know real world experience um, has helped you know me come to this place of of certainty about uh, my beliefs around you know where we are and how we got here and you know options that we can we can action now to try and help us move in a in the positive direction. Um, so yeah, I, I make conscious hip hop music. I'm a rapper and I, I help other people create their own um, music as well as, you know, empowering themselves through their voices and their own creative processes. Benji and I just endeavored on a community space in Willerton called the Vibe Hive. And, you know, that's been a really exciting project. And yeah, there's lots, there's lots that I could you know, expand on about, you know, my time in construction. I spent 20 years in construction. Um, that's a lot, that's a long time for a yeah. young man. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say, you started yeah. when you were 10. Yeah, oh, 13. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah, so I literally <laughs> have, I, I was, because I haven't worked in construction since December yeah. last year because of the unfolding of events that, you know, you know, kept ushering myself in the direction of independence and, and freedom and self-determination. Yeah. So, yeah, and in that, in that time as a, as a construction worker, you know, from the age of 13, you know, till, till just recently, I, I saw the effect of our society on the, on the people around me and the hardened, you know, um, robotic nature of these, these repetitive tasks and you can see men and women just disassociate from their bodies and their souls because they've just all they know is this this hard manual labor and of course we're going to disassociate from ourself when we have to work you know so hard to make a living um, doing something that we hate or majority you know speaking you know broadly in that term but yeah seeing the effect that it has on the people around me and you're like, I don't relate with that. Yeah. That's not me. I don't want to be a sad, miserable, grumpy construction worker. You know, I just like didn't, it doesn't yeah. align with me. Yeah. So, and I, I had to endure that for that whole time. You know, unconsciously my soul was definitely like yearning for more. 
And then, you know, <coughs> working in residential, commercial, industrial, and then mining and oil and gas. So, you know, seeing firsthand um, what Chevron and, and BHP and Rio Tinto and like the consciousness and the, the culture mm. that they create yeah. and just seeing how completely illogical, inhumane, unsustainable, the whole system that has been, you know, designed, the system that ha has been created by design. Yeah. Um, and the flawed nature of it. And I've been having pointless conversations with people that don't understand most of my life. So yeah, super grateful to finally be in a position around like-minded people who are on similar journeys. And, and like you said, seeing this, this pivotal time, being alive to be, and being here and being able to contribute in this pivotal time of you know, human evolution. Um, and and awakening, you know, without getting too, um, you know, esoteric straight away. But it's definitely, you know, it's grassroots, and it's real, and it's happening, and you can see it all around us. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just super grateful to be here, and you know, just want to, yeah, send out as much positive vibes as I can and be a role model and lead by example and, you know, walk into the, the direction of, of sustainability and new ways of being, you know, myself without waiting for anyone or, you know, like waiting for the system to change and fighting or trying to, you know, resist mm -hmm. what's happening, just being like, okay, well, you know, that's happening, but I've, I've seen how unsustainable it is my whole life. So, what can we do? What can I do right now in this moment to try and, you know, actually create new ways of being? That's where I'm at. Um, like on the, on the grander scheme of things is you know, fundamentally and literally actioning whatever I can daily um, to, to, to lead the way for new ways of being basically. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah, Purple. that's it. Yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, in a nutshell. Beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah to you, Benji. All right. Um, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if we're going to talk about, you know, history and how, um, you know, Slade and I came to, to, you know, ask the questions that we've been asking and, and seeing the things that we've been seeing, then um, for me personally, um, I, you know, right through to, to childhood in, uh, in, in young primary school, in, in, when I was young in primary school, um, year three, year four, I was, I was really uh, attracted to, uh, you know, to, to books about phenomena, you know, it was just like picture books and things like that, things like, you know, ghosts and um, extra, you know, Paranormal activity oh, yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. and aliens and UFOs and um, and things like the, you know the Hindenburg and and it, when I would read these things, these stories, they it, it would it would activate something in me. It would activate even as as a child. I was mm. like something feels. I didn't know how to quite conceptualize it when I was when I was younger. But it, it made me feel a certain way that I didn't pro properly understand. And I wanted to know more. I wanted to know more about, you know, why these things were 
and how they came to be um, while you know then having to be in a, a classroom uh, you know a, a state schooling uh, education farming institution where um, you know we're being programmed with things to be essentially a good slave pay your your taxes pay your bills and don't ask ask questions and you know so at that stage of my life even even from that young age it, it really really in interested me all of these these things and I was about the age of uh, 12 or, or 13 and I distinctly remember it one night I had this this night terror and um, you know without um, Without going too woo-woo into it, okay, maybe I want to hear woo-woo, but yeah, yeah. I had this night terror, and it was this, uh, you know, night terrors when you you have when you're asleep, you're in you're in you know, um, delta brainwave sleep, but your body has become active and you're oh, yeah, you're, yeah, you're thrashing yeah. around and you could be mm. screaming, and I was, I was I was running around the house, uh, and my parents woke up. Um, and um, it, 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 I was, because I had had this feeling of this, what I can only say now was this energy coming over me, and I saw, <sighs> I saw these, this, this face of what you would, would, what most people would account for as like the, the, the grey you know the grey aliens, oh, with yeah. the big eyes and the the, the big, big big black eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know maybe you know maybe through what I've read and stuff, maybe that's the the story I've put together. But regardless of what I what I thought I saw or whatever, there was this overwhelming sense of me not being in control of my body. I wasn't in control of my body, uh, and I was running around the house terrified. Um, my parents had to, I can't remember exactly what happened and unfortunately they're not around anymore, uh, they weren't around anymore once I started to remember this properly and, and consider it as something that was significant. Yeah. So I never really got to ask them um, what that was about. And um, so ever since then, so yeah, learning about, wanting to know about the you know, aliens, extraterrestrial uh, you know, phenomena, um, UFOs, um, you know all the kooky stuff, yeah. the kooky stuff that you know that, that doesn't exist, doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. aliens don't exist. About, yeah. no, mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. just just human people yep. spinning on a rock in the in the universe in this mm -hmm. nihilistic way. But all by design. Yeah, yeah. some man in the sky. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, and since then, you know, I, I had a real um, you know would be classified as learning difficulties at school. Um, yeah, and uh, particularly, um, which I, I, I don't want to go into too much, but I, I particularly remember being taken to the out of school to the doctor and and uh, had a, you know, uh, an injection. Um, whether that's something that contributed it contributed to my learning difficulties uh, as a as a boy is another story. But um, what I do know is um, through through my my teenage years. Um, I was anything but conventional and uh, was really struggling to, I, I struggled a lot because I, I had this, 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 this subconscious feeling, not so subconscious, but in my consciousness that something wasn't right, something was amiss mm. and I didn't know what that was. And, and that, 
that that inspired or, or uh, uh, stimulated a, 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 a thirst for knowledge, a thirst for wanting to find out why that was so, you know, and um, and from there, you know, I think life was an interesting turn of events, having interpersonal relationships and learning more about myself and and. Um, yeah, and then in my uh, late twenties, I I was I was acting, I was I was performing, and uh, I ended up touring with this international stage show, mm. and it was quite a big big stage show. It was yeah. quite uh, a blockbuster, you you could call it, and uh, it was a show based on magic, magic and uh, illusion, you know, and it was actually called one of those words, you know, um, and. <clears throat> what this really did for me, I'd, you know, at that stage of where I was at, was it threw me literally backstage when I had all these questions about why is society operating like this? And I'd started to read about things like common law, um, the Vatican, um, and, you know, um, you know the, the the secret societies and, and things like that, and the, the basically the, the on the more spiritual side, the illusory nature of of reality or Maya, as referred to in the in the Vedic texts. Maya is the the great illusion. Um, then, with this magic show or this illusionist show, um, I got to see backstage strings being pulled, the smoke, the mirrors, the spellbound audiences. And so what we're going to talk about today is with the words that we speak, we're spelling, we're casting spells, mm. okay? And the spellbound audiences having their perception manipulated. Mm. So then it would change their, their state of being and their understanding about their own reality. But this type of uh, uh, manipulation of, of one's reality can both be used for the light and for the dark. Mm. One for light and liberation, two for, or the other one for... Um, black magic, essentially. Black magic. Is that what I've heard? The, the twisting of language of Hollywood from the holly oak tree and... Exactly, and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, mm. you know, so they cast. They have a cast. We'll, we'll get into this. So, mm. um, so in in that in that that part of my life, for those couple of years, I was touring with this show, and I got to see all of these things play out, and I played an active role in this, mm. and it really, um, really you know, fermented this existential, or increased this existential. Um, crisis you could say in me where where I was like okay cool wow everything that I've just been you know looking at and questioning for majority of my life has all just been really just laid out in front of me right here and God has sent me here creator God whatever um, a higher power has sent me here to and put put this as another step in my journey so then I can learn more and um, and I simply cannot deny that because what ironically, in contrast to that illusion show um, of, of manipulating people's minds um, for, for not positive purposes, um, I mean for entertainment purposes, 
but you know, and it might inspire creativity in mm -hmm. some people. Um, but um, on the contrast of that, the, the show took me to Latin America and something that I'd been praying and doing mantras to and wanting to manifest in my life was actually to connect with an Amazonian shaman and, and sit with ayahuasca. And uh, ayahuasca is a, a very powerful plant medicine, not a drug, uh, that is that can be very, very transformative on, on so many levels for many people, and it has been. Mm. So, um, <clears throat> and that's where that took me. And it took me in the, the very ironic kind of situation, yeah. you know. And you did sit with ayahuasca on that tour in Latin America? Yeah, I had, okay. uh, had about six weeks off between mm. tours. And, uh, it, you know, instead of coming back to Australia, I went, I stayed. I just said to the production company, fly me to Peru. And, um, and I was very fortunate. And I, that's why I say I was very fortunate, very, very grateful, mm. because now that I look back at it, it was like <coughs> it was laid out. And yeah. did you actively manifest that? Or was it something that you just had in your thoughts that happened to appear in your reality? Um, I believe that, you know, with, with, you know, what I'd been going through basically a decade of, of very deep depression, anxiety, drug and alcohol abuse, a lot of grief mm -hmm. uh, from my parents passing in the early 2000s within yeah. like a year and a half of each other. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, and you know, it was, it, was a, it, was a, you know, it was a hero's journey, the Jungian hero's journey. Mm -hmm. And I had to, um, you know, go through that at the time. So what, um, yeah, what that did, I mean, it, it, I had to find a way to come to a different level of consciousness mm. to be able to deal with the, the, the trauma that had affected my soul, mm. which is what, what everyone needs to do. Yeah. Um, through shamanic practices, I'm trained in, in, in shamanism, in core shamanism, and you know, <coughs> we have soul portion loss. So I, I don't want to go too far into that right now, but yeah, um, yeah and so after the work that I put in, um, and, and the effort, then there is always the equal and opposite reaction. It's like Newtonian physics, you know, yeah. everything yeah. has an equal and opposite reaction. Mm. And, and I feel as though, you know, whoever, God, Wahe Guru, Buddha, Jesus, Krishna, you know, Allah, whatever, whatever, let's put a name to it, you mm. know, just said, here you go, cool, you know. And, and it, it took me there to do that. So, yeah. And I'm extremely, extremely grateful to do that. Amazing, yeah. Um, yeah, so did a, a number of, of ceremonies and, and procedures or um, medicine dietas, which is um, just consuming the, a one particular uh, teacher plant for a space of seven days in isolation in the jungle. So, What, what teacher plant did you choose to work with? Um, well, first I, I was going to go to um, uh, Mapacho, which is nice. uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which really is yeah, a very very strong masculine um, um, teacher plant. Yeah, you know, uh, it said that ayahuasca shows you, and then you're you're left to you've got you've got the pointers there, and then you can mm -hmm. help navigate. You can work navigate into what what you've experienced, but it, it said that, uh, that Mapacho is, the, is, you know, the grandfather. So ayahuasca is the feminine, and she will show you, you know, give you that nurturing and, mm. and the things that you need, not what you want. But 
but Mampacho will come in there and, and give you that 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 fatherly yang or that grandfatherly yeah. yang to you know to help mm. help you learn what you need to learn, you know, um, and yeah. So and as a result of that, that that really, um, you know, there was some painful memories and grief that that came up. But mm. as, uh, but flowing on from that, um, it, uh, it it deepened my my uh, quest, you could say. Could it deepened my my thirst for understanding mm. the you know. Uh, the, the the subjective nature of this experience that the the, the yeah. whole the whole constructs of why the why we yeah yeah no so beautiful yeah hope that didn't take too long <laughs> no, thank you for the introductions yeah. yeah a lot of um, rabbit holes to go down uh, I do love my patch over there uh, let's bring it back to um common law yeah okay. cool to touch on that with us mm-hmm. a little bit about how we got to where we are and where common law came from and how we can activate our sovereignty by Getting that awareness of it. Mm-hmm. Where we begin. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll just start by saying that, you know, I think even common law is superseded by natural law. Mm. And I think that is the ultimate goal and vision. I can't even speak into common law that much because I haven't invested any of my time and energy into really researching that. I've only like peripherally learned a little bit about the concept over over my journey, but I still am not that knowledgeable about it. So Benji, but probably, I think I think what's relative here with with common law, like you know the process mm. that you've been going through with, yeah. um, <coughs> you know, with the unincorporating the name, yeah, the Commonwealth custodians, exactly, yeah, and yeah. the unincorporation. So, yeah, help me clear that up, and I can oh. dive into the journey that I've been on. Yeah. In, 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 in relation to common law, because mm. yeah, like a lot of my energy has been focused on, on natural law and returning back to our God-given rights of freedom and, and self-determination yeah. under, mm. you know, nature. Because mm. um, nature and every, anything that comes from nature can't be owned, patented or controlled by any corporate legal fiction. Or entity, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. So this is this is where the whole straw man paper fiction identity comes in. So how does that relate to common law? Well, um, you know, I think really starting back at right at the inception of common law, um, it comes from you know, a, a basically it's a charter. It was called the Magna Carta, um, and it was it was written by King John of England in uh, twelve fifteen. And it's, it's called Magna Carta because it, that's Latin for the Great Charter. It was for basically the, the, the land barons, the, uh, the, the common people that were, were being unfairly taxed in that feudal system that was then in medieval England, uh, that were being unfairly treated. And uh, they, they, they were, you know, the hierarchy, which was, you know, the king's council were basically just the same as we have today, um, extending their authority and abusing their authority. Yeah. So, you know, there were the, the land barons, you know, they, they, had, they had clout yeah. uh, over the, you know, the peasant class. And the land barons were the ones that said, okay, cool, well, if you don't, you know, you don't play ball, we're all getting together, or you don't play ball, you, you know, off with your head, basically. Yeah. 
And so King Tom was like, okay, 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 cool. I'm going to write this, this, uh, this charter for you as a, as a peace offering. And it basically, um, you know, it basically it, it was based on the, the Protestant, the, the Christian, um, more or less just say, ethos yeah, at, at yeah. the time of the Bible, 12 commandments, uh, even, you know, the, the, the legitimate law of this land, this country called Terra Australis, but referred to as Australia, um, is, is based on Christian law. But what's actually taken place, which we will get to, is that it's been um, usurped, it's been um, overridden unlawfully by statutory codes and um, basically corporate law. So can I jump in there? Go for it, Just yeah. to um, <coughs> clarify that, so the common law and the Magna Carta was what the peace offering that was written up for the land barons, which is what you're saying. And then there was a switch to the corporate commonwealth and statutes. Yep. That I understand and, mm-hmm. and, I, and, I, and I know a little bit about. So I, that came around in 1901, mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. when our original Commonwealth, which was we the people. So what's the Commonwealth, what's the relation between the Commonwealth and common law? Um, well, so the, as, as it's based on the, you know, the jurisdiction of the Magna Carta and, and those, those agreements that were set down, it gave rights and, and privileges that were in you know inherent basically in 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 God's law, natural law, mm-hmm. um, down on paper in a in a format where it would it would flow down to you know the common people, mm. hence the word common law. Yeah. Um, and so from there, the um, you know that that institution or that uh, that that system. Um, came across to to Australia in colonisation. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to flow on from that, but there was a lot of things going on in the background, specifically in in the you know the corporation referred to as the United States mm-hmm. of America, and um, there was people that were um, mm, manipulating uh, the banking system, specifically. What was originally the de jure, which means for the people, of the people, by the people, manipulating the de jure government and the de jure uh, central bank, okay, the, which, which uh, and, and the treasury, okay. This was Commonwealth funds for all the people of Australia and, and United States and England and any, any Commonwealth country. Right, um, and then you know these uh, particular mm, forces came in and uh, wanted to have control of the whole financial system because you control the people's monetary system, you control everything about them. What time frame was this with these? This was this. Well, I mean, the 
the plan is, you know, many different researchers, independent researchers that are obviously not condoned by the establishment, you know, said that it was going, you know, it was put into play back in the, you know, 1700s. Mm. Um, no, and that's, you know, there's been a lot at play because we, what we have to understand is that there are the, the you know, the string pulls or the, the, these plans that are in place for things like, uh, um, what we've seen going on in the past couple of years, you know, they've been put in place for a long time. Yeah, you said there were these um, external entities that were coming in trying to manipulate or influence the American Constitution. Is that right? Mm. And um, these external influences were doing this heavily around the 1901 period. Is this? Yeah, that, that, that was in Australia mm. when Australia <coughs> um, signed over the original Commonwealth, which was the common law commonwealth, which yep. is we the people, mm. got signed over um, with, a, with treaties. And the, all this information is available on the Commonwealth Custodian's website. Mm. Commonwealth Custodian website, okay. Yeah, I recommend anyone that's interested in taking this journey, it's the first place to start, Commonwealth Custodians and DawnKelly.com. They have amazing um, you know, resources on there. So yeah, at that point of 1901 is when the treaties was signed with the the Vatican, as far as I was led to believe, um, basically taking ownership of the the Commonwealth of Australia as debt capital to the Vatican. To the Vatican. How, how does the Vatican claim so much power to be like, okay, we control this whole damn country? Isn't, so the, same, isn't the same thing with America as a corporation? Doesn't isn't it owned by the Vatican? Yeah. Mm. So the Vatican owns Australia and, and, America. and America. Yeah, because Washington. I'm pretty sure Washington isn't like a state. It is. It's like it's not classified as part of America. Mm. Bingo. Yeah. Um, I'll jump in with this. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. Mm. So, um, so there's there was this uh, 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 what's called it's a decree of basically it's called a papal bull, right? And um, it was it was called Unum Sanctum, and Unum Sanctum was written in 1302. And in that, I can read exactly the last, the last sentence. So the, the Vatican is this, uh, you know, this control system. It's you know, the world's biggest corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, it, um, it is in charge of the spiritual control of the planet. Is that what the Christians refer to in the Bible, the beast? Is that Essentially. Beast? Yeah, mm. essentially, because um, you know the there is a lot of if we're talking about Christian uh, philosophy and and Gnosticism, um, you know there is some very deep satanic undertones with you know modern day Vatican. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, we we just need to look at you know the symbology of of what the Pope actually wears himself, for one. So we can look at that, look at that robe that he wears. Yeah. Mm. You know, and the, the all-seeing eye, yeah. the pyramids, you know. He's got a, you know, a symbol which is recognised by the FBI as the the world pedophile symbol. The triangle and the triangle. The triangle and the triangle. Yeah. It's on there. It's on his cloak. His... His hat, it's, uh, it's called a mitre hat, mm. M-I-T-R-E. 
it is representative. It looks like a fish's. M I T R E. Fish's. Isn't yeah. that a very big brand? Is it a tire brand? No, I don't. It's, it's, a, it's a clothing brand or something? No, no. Yeah, well, the, yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, but it's, it's different. But that's actually a good point. Um, it, it's it's the mitre hat is the mitre is is Dagon. Dagon is the fish god. Fish god in um, in in paganism. Pagan pagan um, cultures. So. And so we, we can look at what the Pope wears. We look at the throne he sits on with an upside down crucifix, right? Carved in the back of it, mm, right? False God. Yeah. We, we look at the, the, the cane that he has with Jesus' arms broken on the cross. Uh, and then we can look at um, his presentation hall or whatever you want to call it, where he's sitting on that upside down crucifix throne with his pedophilia symbol on with his Illuminati symbolism mm. with his pagan Dagan you know party hat on and um, and when we look at the backdrop of that hall it looks like uh, hundreds of screaming souls trying mm. to escape the depths of hell yeah and it looks like that. I, you know, I'm adding creative license to that. Oh, but I, I resonate. When I was a kid, whenever I drive past a Catholic cathedral, one of the big ones, I would literally get like the shivers. It would freak me the fuck out. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. Mm. Yeah, that mm -hmm. obviously went away after a while. But I distinctly remember being freaked out every time I would see a Catholic temple. Yeah, mm. yeah. The energy of these places. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And um, you know, so. So we, we can look at, uh, sorry, how did we get onto that? But we, we look at the, at the Vatican, <coughs> so the papal bull. Yes. The papal bull um, with ancient Rome, uh, they declared themselves the vicars of Christ. The Vatican is the vicar of Christ. And the word vicar, it means the caretaker, the caretaker of Christ. And they are looking after each and every person, supposedly, hmm. and everything on this planet until Christ returns. Right? That's their belief. That's what that's what you know they they go by. Hmm. And in the papal bull, Unum Sanctum, in thirteen oh two, the final paragraph says, We declare, we proclaim, we define that it is absolutely necessary for the salvation of every human creature to be subject to the Roman pontiff. What's a pontiff? Pontiff is, is the, <coughs> the Pope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so to be subject to the Pope, who is the figurehead, you know, of, of that, that corporation, mm. right? Yeah. Okay. And when you're saying Washington is not actually... A yeah, it's not actually it's a state owned by the yet. Vatican. It's owned by the Vatican. Sister city yeah. of the Vatican or something like yeah, that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Some, something along those lines. And America was... Um, I'm not sure if this is true, but America was a corporation until, I think, two years ago. And then mm. it got taken out as a corporation. Yes. Um, yeah. I think this was like Donald Trump or like some something along those lines who removed... America as a corporation, but I'm not sure if Washington Washington still stands mm. owned by the Vatican. Yeah, yeah. There's um, before we can touch on that, and and um, that's that's like there's this whole thing that happened there with um, 
the rewriting of the constitution and yeah, uh, in, yeah. in, a, in a quantum code where it is infallible uh, where it is in alignment with the you know the universal yeah, yeah, with, yeah. With, with the universal um, yeah um, so yeah as you're saying the the I mean Slade you know about this there's the the Vatican that's the control control of um, the spiritual control of the the earth um, mm -hmm. under what I've just said it says <coughs> it in their own books mm. but then we have you know in the um, you know I wish I had a, a picture to show but in the symbol of the Vatican is the triple crown mm -hmm. okay it's got three crowns on the on the on the symbol, yeah. I do actually have the f the picture of it, but yeah, whether we, they'll be able to see it, we can look it up, and I can actually. Put okay, cool. Yeah. that solves a problem. Yeah. Um, so the triple crown is representative of okay, first crown, the spiritual, and you know, essentially the psychological and emotional control of humanity underneath the Roman Pontiff, underneath the Vatican, right? Mm. Okay, the the financial control, second crown. City of London, the corporation in the centre of London, which only spans a few miles, all the financial district, that's where all the money goes through, right? And of course, to like, you know, Switzerland, nameless banks and, you know, nameless yeah. accounts and, you know. Okay, so, and then we have the military control of, of the earth through Washington, D.C., District of Columbia, Columbia yeah. okay, Columbia, Columbine Hill is where the uh, the senators in ancient Rome used to meet to make the decisions on how they're going to control society, right? Mm. So, so Rome never fell. Rome never fell. No, yeah, I was, just, so I was actually just thinking that. Yeah. yeah. So we're living in Rome now. That is why. Sorry, just two seconds. That is why all of our law through. This, uh, this artificial law, this, this corporate law, um, whether it's acts or statutes, um, through whether it be family court, criminal court, um, um, you know, um, whatever, mm. you know, if it's not, not common law court, that is why it is all under canon law. It is all law of the Vatican, mm. right? That is why all the law that we see and we see phrases in Latin, and we go, well, "Why is that in Latin? Why don't you just do it in English?" Well, it's because it's in the you know it's in the tradition of, of this. That's yeah. that's the that's the, mm. the jurisdiction. That's the you know the jurisdiction of what we are under. So mm. yeah, beautiful constructs. <clears throat> and mm. I think this whole conversation what we're talking about is so complex that it requires lots of <laughs> philosophical constructs. It is. And I think just that whole conversation brings us back to your original question about how did the Vatican have the authority or the power to, you know, basically um, take control of the Commonwealth of Australia. Mm. So I think, you know, what, what Benji was just saying is how they have this this controlling interest over the globe right and the um the colonizers of this nation uh the european settlers were um part of the monarchy right so the the queen and the, and the king and, and the, the original commonwealth in oath to the queen mm. so i th 
I think I believe that um, you know the monarchy and the whole um, you know royal family was indebted to the Roman Empire, mm. and they so they they were indebted to the Catholic Church and and the, the Vatican and all that, and then they came to Australia, colonized here, and in 1901 <coughs> was when the Vatican swooped in and said, okay, look, you're in debt to us now. And we're going to create these treaties, so we're going to take the ownership of all this land and all the people on it. Wow. And we're going to sign these treaties now on the day that we call Australia Day, which is mm -hmm. actually Foreign Occupation Day, because it was, they say that that's the day that we became a... Um, federation. A federation, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, but that's actually the day that our, you know, original Commonwealth signed over all of our, our rights and, and, our, and our nation and everything that had been created here to the Vatican. And this, this, this system of debt slavery, which is what they've designed. So that answers your original question about how they had that authority. And what fascinates me the most and what is the most like disturbing is that not only did they sign over uh, the treaties that signed over um, our original Commonwealth under the, um, the, the monarchy and the, and the king and queen, which had the original common law, you know, aspects for we the people. Yeah. So they signed over all of that to the Vatican. And at the same time, they signed treaties that decreed they would change all the history books in Australia. Wow. They, because they knew that Australians wouldn't want to know that they were under foreign occupation. True. So, yeah, yeah. They, might, they might get upset. You know, we might get upset if, if patriotic, um, patriotic, you know, well, people to, just, of this just, land. just to know that yeah. you've been massively scammed. Right. Is, yeah. So at yeah, the same time... Sorry, sorry. Yeah, go on. Yeah, so we'll just finish this. At the same time, they signed over um, the freedom of our nation and our people. They changed the way that history was taught in schools. Mm. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. 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 Well, you change history, I mean, that's, that's yeah. a big, the big thing, right? Yeah. yeah. But to be honest, like, if you speak to, like, young kids now, their knowledge of even, like, very basic superficial understandings of, like, history is not there mm. at all. Like, they do not teach you much about history. And, like... I know, in comparison to you guys, I know very little about, about history. However, I know enough to understand that some things just don't smell right. You know, like so there's some things that you have to like, if you even, if you look down through the history of like Germany, Russia, um, Europe, America, you start to pick up things. You start to like realize like, holy shit, some, some of the stuff that's going on right now just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And just when they, just as, as you said, like people, if people realize they got scammed, maybe we'd get together. And like one of, to me, one of the biggest scams is like the federal bank and the taxation system. So that's a, that's a massive, massive, massive scam. It's got, I think one of, someone once said that if people actually understood and realized um, where money comes from and how the, um, the, the system that gives us value to money, they understood that, everyone would be up in arms. Mm -hmm. And like Mr. Ford, I think. Yeah. What's his name? The guy invented Ford? Henry Ford. Henry Ford. Henry Ford, yeah. yeah. That. People knew how that monetary system worked. There'd be a revolution tomorrow. Yeah, right. If if people yeah. were taught about fractional reserve lending, 
Yeah. Mm. The yeah. whole system collapses it because it has nothing. It's worth nothing. It's meaningless. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's complete, you know, um, holographic yeah. you know, illusions of value. Yeah. Yeah. That we all agree on. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Can, can we second another get back to the straw man theory and how they get us mm. into the system? That's actually bull right in that too. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I would love to you know drop in on that because yes. that's basically what has inspired me to to work so hard on educating myself about how we got here mm. and how to um, you know find the angles and the resources to be able to empower ourselves individually to you know come out of of her which is you know the um the illusion of of our freedom so straw man it's a fascinating concept you know sometimes i actually am in awe of how magnificent this whole system is because how how dark and magnificent it's just actually for a long time i've been like wow they really, you know, this is something to actually, it's a spectacle. It's elaborate. It's a spectacle of deception and it runs to the core and it's so complex. So we've covered, we've built a good framework about how the original Commonwealth of Australia under the, um, the monarchy and the king and queen was overtaken by the, the Vatican through debt slavery. One question though, if the king and queen knew that that Australia was taken over. Mm. Why would they not fight to, or why would not why would they not put up a some sort of roadblock after they found out like holy shit like Australia has been taken over by the Vatican? Well, they're the ones who gave it up because oh, okay. they were they're in debt slavery as well. Oh, okay. They could lose their whole society yeah. by having you know foreign occupation come in and take over, or appear as though they're still in in power and in control. Because something just mm. just briefly um, before we move on, I think this is an important part to remember. As I said, you know, that with the Vatican being the vicars of Christ or self-proclaimed vicars caretakers of Christ, um, you know, they uh, in the corporate sense they're the biggest corporation, so they. Basically, uh, declared themselves as the primary trustee to the one global estate, the Holy See, which is which is their their dominion, their jurisdiction, which is the highest of the highest of the highest, which is in their eyes. Um, so they're the you know when we have a trust account, you know there's a trust that's involved. We can own property and yeah. you know materials and things. You know, so they proclaim themselves as the primary corporate trustee of everyone and everything on the planet. Mm-hmm. Then you have in trust, you have a secondary trustee, right? Yeah. Who do you think the secondary trustee was? It was, it was you know, the house of Saxa, Coburg, Gotha. Oh, I mean, Windsor. Oh, yeah. ah, okay. Right? Yeah. Right? And then they're like, okay, well, you know, we... We own you. you. You're going to be on as the, the primary trustee, uh, secondary trustee. You know, primary trustee has more authority than you know the secondary. secondary. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's that's how it's come to play, and that's how it. You know, that's how a few researchers have have concluded. You know, um, so you know, and it ties into with what you were saying. Yeah, and yeah. it's interesting to add as well one more thing before we we explain um, this, the whole straw man fiction is another example of crowns which you know we can get a, um, some pictures of is the original commonwealth crown 
that um, Australia was founded, it has an arch like this. It's it's a it's a it's a dome. Yeah, and it has a circle shape. And the coat of arms. No, no, because the coat of arms well, is the royal seal that you're speaking of. Right, but see, it changed because before Australia was before the original Commonwealth of Australia was, um, you know, taken over by the corporate Commonwealth of Australia, which is forced by debt slavery. The, the original crown was a circle like this, and it had a full, complete circle. After 1901, when they signed the, the treaties that gave away everything in our, in our nation, they changed the crown. So you'll see it. You'll be able to see there's two crowns. Now it's a different crown. we exist, yeah. and everything that is controlled in our nation is, is controlled by a crown that's got a dint in the top and a big knob, which represents debt of the Vatican. Debt to the, Debt Vatican. to the Vatican. Yeah. So you'll be able to see very clearly there's two crowns. The original crown has a circle like this. The the crown that everything um, is, you know, attributed to these days, including our military, our legal system, our police system, everything. You'll see it on all of the, you know, um, sim symbology. It has the crown with the indentation in top and the little knob that represents our, like, the, the debt of that this that represents yeah yeah in is that the one sorry that is yeah. the one yeah see the difference there's two crowns oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yep and you'll notice that everything prior 1901 that's the, that's the original one is it that's the original one yeah okay yeah mm -hmm. yeah and um and of note with that the um the royal seal that was originally under the you know going back to Magna Carta to common law, mm. um, where there were inherent rights as living, breathing, natural human beings, not corporate persons, right? Mm -hmm. um, the original code of uh, original royal seal had the 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 lion, lion and the unicorn, and the unicorn. Yep. On. Okay, um, the lion of Zion, mm. you know, and uh, you know that that's what. That rep what that represented was the you know the inherent rights and liberties and freedoms that came with the Magna Carta, even though it was still a man-made law, but it was based in you know biblical um, philosophy. Mm -hmm. So, but the what we have now with the emu and the kangaroo on what we refer to as a coat of arms mm. is not actually anything but a corporate copyrighted and patented logo for a private corporation that will track back to being administered from Washington DC. Mm. So that and that corporation is again a secondary trustee or a um, you know another trustee under the one global estate underneath the, the house of Saxe Coburg Gotha, I mean Windsor. <laughs> And um, and underneath the One Global Estate Trust, which is the Vatican, so that's <coughs> a perfect segue to you know starting to build the framework for the whole straw man ideology, mm. because we've been talking about corporations a lot and um, corporate entities and incorporated entities. Mm. So we break down the etymology 
of that, you know, like what the language actually means of a corporation, it's a corpse or a dead entity that has no soul. Mm. And that being the framework, once, you know, well, in real speaking dead entity oration, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. so, yeah. So it's a corporation is a dead entity. Our whole, you know, system is run by corporations, which are corpses, which are dead entities. They're not of the earth. They're not from nature. They're not living man or woman. They are fictional, paper fictions. And that's really important foundation to understand what we are um, subscribing to and what we've been duped into contract with and duped is, is the term that describes, you know, the act of us being tricked without our awareness into, you know, conforming or complying to this system of debt slavery that's controlled by corporations which are soulless, living, dead. That's the realm of the dead. Corporations. Incorporated. That's what the whole etymology represents. So in saying that, if our whole government is a corporation and you know majority of the world is run by corporations like the tax office has an abn the police they the police, have abns yeah. you know yeah. they all got abns they've all got incorporated <laughs> abns the only way that our government could take ownership and controlling interest of our living man and woman it goes back to our my original statement was that a corporation or cannot patent control or own anything that comes from nature so like anything that was grown from nature mm. natural it's organic you know it's it's that exists only under the jurisdiction it's sentient of natural law mm. which is given by god almighty creator whatever you want to call it so in order for them to get around this and to take ownership of our beings, they created the paper fiction, which essentially is our straw man identity. So in this realm that we exist in of, of corporate hierarchies, they created a paper fiction, which is basically a warehouse receipt for us and our, our living organism. For a human being, essentially. Yeah. Is that your birth certificate? It is. It is, yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Birth certificate's a receipt. Yep, a receipt of ownership. So if you look at it, um, for <laughs> right? So there's two, we exist in, there's two of us. There's two of you. There's, there's two of Benji. There's, there's two of us. There's two of me, right? There's one that is organic, grown from nature, and free-determining, sentient, living man or woman. And then in this realm that we exist in at the moment, there's another version of us that exists on paper that is liable for everything that the living man or woman does under this, these um, acts and statutes and f like made up laws basically mm. by the, um, the, you know, the legal system that was designed by the corporations for the corporations. So for commerce. For commerce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's it in a nutshell. The only way that the corporations can control anything from nature is to bind it to a title. So like a paper title. 
including like property, real estate, vehicles, you know, whatever we think we own, we only really own the title to it. Yeah. Yeah. To have you own the paper. <coughs> yeah. Well, we, we have fair and equitable use mm. of, of uh, property such as vehicles and, you know, um, houses. Yeah, and houses and, you know, um, you know, that's why I commonly, if a, you know, a police officer, not a police man or woman, because they are not living men and women, they're not recognised as that by the, their corporation that they, they are agents for. So mm. um, when a police officer holds the office for the corporation, then um, they will ask you when they pull over, are you, you know, are you, you know, they'll say, are you the owner of the vehicle? But you know, a lot of them don't actually say, "Are you the owner of the vehicle? Are you the, you know, are you the authorized operator of this vehicle? Are you the, mm -hmm. you know?" Um, but you know that that's a that's erroneous because mm. you know we, we don't actually own, as far as the the corporate system goes, we don't. Yeah, as Slade said, we don't mm. own anything. So yeah, hundred percent. And bringing it back to the straw man, um, you know, ideology as well is that so. Our, who we are as a living man and woman is, is one and on the paper we haven't it's incorporated our name has been incorporated by a by the birth certificate which is the paper fiction and to a dead entity as well because it's just a piece of paper it has mm. no soul it's not living it's not of nature but it is is a corporated corporation is it's it? incorporated yeah okay so this is how because corporations can only contract with other corporations they can't contract with um, living man or woman so in order to bind living man or woman to contract, they had to create a paper version of them which is incorporated so that they can actually, you know, hold contracts yeah. over, over us. And as soon as we're born, our parents don't know this. Nobody knows this because it's been, you know, part of the system for, you know, forever. You know, who, who knows? So... We, we're duped into contract and then, you know, our parents sign us over to the state <clears throat> and we become incorporated um, property of the state. Mm. So that if, if, if anything happens, for example, like if the state deems our parents unfit to take care of us, then the state can come and, you know, like remove us from our home. Like remove the children from, from the home of people that they deem unfit because that's a contract that... And you're in their jurisdiction. That you've signed and now you're in the jurisdiction. <coughs> basically, you, we surrender every single one of our God-given rights of freedom and self-determination when we come out and our parents sign that, that um, paper title. Oh, they sign it. Yeah, so is that how they bridge the gap between the piece of paper and the incorporated entity to mm -hmm. the actual physical you by mm -hmm. your parents signing you away? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. And then, hey presto, we're part of the system. Mm. And we, we're just blank canvases of consciousness. Of course, we don't have any prior awareness to this, so we get raised as this being the accepted status quo. And who owns um, the person and the incorporated entity? Is it the state of Australia, WA, or is it the Vatican, essentially? Well, so this is where we go, like the whatever soul is born on this land that um, is attached to the straw man paper fiction then becomes collateral to the, the Vatican who owns yeah. our corporate government. Yeah, so 
to, to pay to pay the unlawful debts that the uh, the corporation of um, the Commonwealth of Australia takes mm. out from the privately owned and run Reserve Bank of Australia, which isn't actually of Australia. It's it's a it's a bank of private, mm. you know, internationalist bankers that mm. uh, that profit. And it's for and run, it's run for and on at the behest of their their control and and uh, profit. So that's what taxes are and GST GST is. Yeah. It's just our slave ownership fees. Yeah. Or I mean, that's a different. Up. That's a whole other conversation mm. because mm. the ATO is it's it's its own corporation. Yeah, private entity. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's why they call it an office because it's mm. separate from it's the government. A, a department, tax department. It's not. Yeah. No, mm. it's, no, it's the tax office. So yeah. it's its own um, yeah corporate entity that yeah. we've been duped into contract with because of our ignorance. And ignorance is not a derogatory term here, it just means lack of information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is true, well you're just born, signed off. Signed off. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Well, I, I, think, I think willful ignorance is, is, a, different is a different thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, naivete can't really be blamed, but um, you know, willfully wanting to stay naive is you know, something that really needs to shift in society because you know that mm. level of complacency and unwillingness to to open up and, and learn such things you know and uh, you know not not to empower ourselves with knowledge is is you know very much the reason why humanity has gotten into what we've been experiencing these past couple of years and yeah. you know the other things that have happened in the past that have um, shifted the, the social and political landscape of, you know, society. Yeah, where, where, do you even, where do you even begin to look and educate yourself on these things? Because I'm sure you can't just go and do, do a history course and you'll be taught all this sort of stuff. This is going to be from... You can't find this information. Yeah. You can't. I mean, we can begin to take the, the journey on YouTube. That'll, well, that'll give you... Go off YouTube. Go on BitChute or... Um, there's a couple of others. Where I'll send some links. You can mm. post it. Well, Bit Bitshoot took one of our, took a couple of our videos down early days. Really? Yeah, mm. we, we did like a, a video on vaccines. That's how we first started the podcast, and mm. it was taken off. Bitshoot. Yeah. And I, I wrote an email to them and complained, and then it was, it was put back on. Oh, wow. Interesting. Mm. Probably algorithms and automatic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 So the, if sorry to interrupt, but yeah. to answer your question, mm. I believe that the most like um, paradigm shattering resource that people could search is the Commonwealth Custodians Commonwealth website. Custodians. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I guess also like, I think one of the, one, one huge factor that kind of gave people the ability to kind of change how they access information on the internet. But like be before probably say what, 19, 1990, it was like, all right, cool. It'd be very difficult for you to find and dig for this information, unless you want to spend hours in the library, mm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. And, yeah. you know, the, the, this, is, this is why the, you know, overdrive has been kicked into play to uh, put in restrictions and um, mandates and things without going there too much. Mm -hmm. um, and why the suppressing of even just basic human interconnection has been put into play because you know everything is energy. When we when we gather in community, you know when we 
when we are together and we can share different points of view, is an energy exchange there. Mm. Yeah. And when there's more energy, we create higher vibration and we, we can be more receptive and perceptive to, to higher information coming in. And uh, especially with the advent of, of the internet, there's a lot of crap that is out there, notably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the amount of information that is out there, we look at something like WikiLeaks, yeah. you know, mm. um, the amount of, of mind-blowing things that are out there uh, is, only, is only cultivating and propelling human consciousness into a space of, in the very least, asking a lot of the questions that weren't asked before because we're looking at one thing, that's triggering off another part of the brain. We're, we're trying to work out what that is and we have this thirst for knowledge and we're, we're seeking this information. Mm. And, you know, so that's, you know, that, that if we can go into that about, you know, shifting into this age that we're in, but if we're, once you're ready, of course. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, I do want to touch on how to obviously get out of common law, but... Mm. Mm. We can, um, I think it'd be a little bit difficult. I, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where, like, yeah, I I do understand and I see, still do view, like, the importance of having the, of understanding this. However, like, our society, like, the way it functions has to have some rules and has to have some sort of, like, um, structure in order for it to function you know what i mean otherwise we'd be living in a um anarchy of course you know yeah current i'm not saying like there's like obviously there's there's some of the stuff is really dark and very evil and nasty Mm. however like how would we how can we remedy that obviously like we're not in the position we are moving into the age or going into a very a more conscious society but that could that even as a fully conscious society, we'll still need some sort of like, so something to give us the ability to um, give goods and um, to um, travel and s- stuff like this. Because mm-hmm. when you have things like, something as simple as a passport, yeah, like it's a, yeah, it is like a, a form of identity and it's a, it kind of ties you into that piece of paper. However, it is a, it's something that I still, I still kind of think that we would need in order for us to travel to like other places, in order for us to do things in other um, countries and, and stuff like that. Because if we don't have some sort of structure, how would we effectively have a very functional society? If you get what I mean. Yeah, it's a very valid point, and I can definitely see where you're coming from and relate. In regards to like where we are now. Yeah, where we are now. Yeah. Where we are now, we rely on a an overarching system to to give us the the structural foundation that we need to exist, yeah, yeah. create and thrive. Right. Yeah. The paradigm shift comes from empowering individual communities to create their own systems. Yeah. And return to nature because. We only need these these overarching governmental government, like another etym- et- etymology yeah. there, like govern. What what does a governor do to your engine? Limits it. It limits it. Yeah. It puts a capa- it puts a like an upper limit on it, right? So the government basically is is it's an it's a governing body upper limit threshold that's overarching and overreaching, mm. and you know it's so ingrained in our 
society now that, yeah, we, we would definitely crumble without it. Yeah. Would that be a bad thing? That's open to another conversation. I, I think it's um, analogous to, um, this is the Christian mythology again, yeah. when Moses led his people, the slaves, out of Egypt into the wilderness for 40 years. Mm. If we were to leave our tyrannistic system, most of us would be wandering in the desert for 40 years and wondering mm -hmm. how the hell do we piece this thing together, mm. if that makes sense. Because yeah. right now we are in a tyranny, we are slaves similar to the Egyptian people. Mm -hmm. <coughs> you know, So getting out of this whole system or maybe like maybe a, f a, f a small few groups at a time, mm -hmm. or if everyone was to leave instantly, then I'd imagine there would be some form of chaos. chaos yeah. How 100%. do you see that sort of playing out? Yeah. And the, thing, the thing is with me, like I kind of kind of maybe I naively believe that um, if we need to collectively move into like a in order for us to collectively collectively move into like a very advanced civilization we have to move as a unit mm -hmm. and we, it would be very difficult for us to communicate information and um, having some sort of an organizational process across the world without <coughs> having some sort of structure if you know what I mean like let's say in the, in the position like what say in a hundred years or two hundred years where we're evolving to a point where we want to move into like a um, we want to move into a position where we're traveling to other planets and we in order for us to have like a an organized system for us to have the technology to do that would have would include communication through multiple channels wouldn't mm -hmm. would not just be able to do it in little communities yeah you know what I mean like if you were if let's say that in the potential that we want to be super conscious being to the point where like we're at the level where we start um, I'm not sure what um, what, ide or what ideology this is where we're moving into like other solar systems it would take us it would it wouldn't it'd be very difficult for us to do that without having some sort of organizational process I think we need to be willing to take a few steps back to take 10 steps forward because mm. we're not going to be at a if we're traveling the cosmos yeah. under a tyranny then we're not going to be going anywhere. Well, yeah. will be Elon Musk slaves yeah. on Mars. <laughs> I, I, com I completely <laughs> relate and my first response was a bit like nihilistic like yeah well you know what would the reality be like if they did all collapse and you know in more of an optimistic you know response to to your perspective would be that you know government and all the infrastructure that's in place now it works mm, it yeah. works it's just deeply parasitic. So if we were to imagine the, the parasitic entities being removed from the system and being replaced with, you know, more um, connected, spiritual, enlightened people, leaders yeah. that actually were free determining and had the best interest of our globe and our, and our universe at heart. Yeah. So the systems aren't inherently, inherently broken. Remember when we had this conversation with Augusto Zimmerman? Mm. He's, yeah. yeah, he said the systems work. They're just run by innately corrupt people. People, yeah. yeah. Mm. What have you guys done to, um, or if you can give this information away, how to remove yourself from the straw man, detached from that, and also avoid things like paying taxes and setting up businesses in a way that you're not under this sort of system? Yeah. There's, so yeah, there's, you can tell there's, us there's a few, there's a few things. Or <laughs> yeah, definitely. is that like somewhere you don't want to go? No, I think I just want to add on to before we go on to there. Um, yeah. I think the number one thing, I mean, I don't think I wholeheartedly believe mm. 
that is crucial for the advancement of our species, well, big statement, is the releasing of the knowledge, the releasing of all of the, the, uh, the wisdom that has been handed down through the ages, that has been wiped from the history books, the real past, not his story, you know, where we are from, the, the parts of the Bible, like the Book of Enoch, that have been taken out, okay, for the advancement of our, of our species, so we can evolve into the ways that, and into the states of being that our Creator actually intended in the first place, without the uh, suppression and the coercion of these artificial systems that we've been talking about, mm -hmm. it, the way to do it is, is the releasing of this information, the releasing of the free energy technology, which was originally used mm. you know, through civilizations such as the Tartarian Empire up until about the 18, early 1800s. And the ones that built all those temples, the conductive and all that sort of stuff. They conducted energy through, what are they from, from the ether, the Tartarians, T-A-R-T-A-R-I-A-N, T-A-R-I-A-N, empire or civilization. It's a, you know, I don't, yep. won't go right into that now, but it's the releasing of these technologies. The things that we have now, like these, you know, these contraptions, they're archaic, right? And there is technology that we are drip fed. The things, oh, we got this new stealth bomber, right? And it's like, cool, yeah, cool. Do you want to? you know, give us some more up-to-date information because that's, you know, probably a hundred years old technology that, that the, 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 those controllers are holding mm. on to. And, and this, what, what that is, you know, why that, that information and technology is, is be, has been suppressed, been wiped from the history books, the CIA documents that are showing that, that, that you know, for one, the Tartarian uh, Empire had all this free technology you know, is through through ancient maps of ancient explorers like Marco Polo and ancient cartographers that show these civilizations, the drawings of them working with electricity. Mm. You know, from the ether, we had the Rockefellers. Whoops, I don't know if I can say that, but yes. they, um, you know, removed removed the element, the fifth element of ether, from the table: earth, wind, fire, water, mm. ether. Because they don't want people to go, well, hang on, ether, that's, that's just air, isn't it? But no, there, there is wisdom, there is energy, everything is energy. There is, e there is energy to be harvested in the ether, in the air, for free, that was God-given and that was being used before mm. all of these m moronic things such as the Industrial Revolution and so forth yeah. and this whole narrative started, okay, because they took away though that, that technology. This this mm. technology exists. Because they can't control it. They, but they can't put a meter on it to charge for it. <laughs> There's been countless people that have created water-powered cars. Oh, yeah. They don't give out any CO2. It was a guy in Perth that made one in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. and these guys died have, in a car park. 
yeah, he, he they just happened to die just by chance because you know that mm. happens, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, so it, it's the, you know, what what all this is with this suppression of this technology, this information, this wisdom, is is the remnants of the Piscean age, mm. and. Through my, my, through my training in Kundalini Yoga, um, I got to understand more of the philosophy behind the Aquarian age. And this is the age that we've, we've kicked into, essentially, you could say 2012 was a big, you know, hallmark moment for that shift. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and, there's gonna, and that's the same as the Mayan calendar ending, and yeah. they say, you know, it's the apocalypse, you know, the end of an era. You know, it doesn't mean everything's going to blow up and go to hell. Yes. It's just it's an end of an era. It's the passing of mm. the the Piscean Age, which was dominated by hier hierarchical stru control structures of the masculine, mm. of of the of the a patriarchal society. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And it was you know the masculine is Yang. The masculine is going to go out and do things and get things done. We've got to you know and it, it, there's conflict where you know where the the Antichrist Church and so forth is said to have flipped the feminine element on its head. Where the you know there's that system that's been in play where there's wanting to have this control and this greed and you know the suppression mm. of of our wisdom. So and and it's you know in direct correlation with that is you know with the Vatican and the catacombs that are under the Vatican. Mm housing miles and miles of of inventories this you know of this the Vatican Library we're talking yeah, about? yeah the Vatican <coughs> Library but this is the, this is the stuff that's in the basement it's it has everything you think you think you know if anyone knows about book of Enoch it explains where humans came from okay mm. Uh, and, but that's a drop in the ocean compared to you know, the withholding of this knowledge. So to get back to originally what you're saying, how do we get out of this? Well, I, I wholeheartedly believe that, you know, you know that, that if we have this knowledge, if we teach our young this knowledge and, and expose them to this, this, this wisdom that is very necessary for the advancement of any mind, or body or soul, mm then that's how we get out of the, of the mess because it, cr it will create a, a different vibrational frequency than one of encumbrance and yeah. one of coercion and one of control. You know? so, mm. yeah. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Good point. Good that's point. actually very true. Mm. Yeah. Having knowledge and definitely having the knowledge of where we came from, how we started, the true yeah. real knowledge of where we actually were seated would Mm. give us a better understanding to who we are as yeah. a species. Yeah. So if we're, if we're not connected to ourselves, you know, we don't know who we are. Yeah. Mm. And we are a lot easier to control. And the simple, the simple family structure, you know, that, that, that nuclear family or that family environment is what nurtures that sense of belonging and that sense of identity. That's mm. being destroyed. And that is the number one thing that is, is in the crosshairs to be mm. destroyed. And that has been a very slow process. Um, and there is someone, an ex-KGB uh, operative, Yuri Bezmenov, yeah. who talks about the, the demoralization of society and the tactics used. Mm. And I say it takes like only a couple of generations 
with uh, actually, yeah, yeah with 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 subversive um, you know subversive doctrine subversive quasi intellectual uh, and cultural uh, manipulation through institutions of the day such as universities and mm. and primary schools and teaching children these very subversive things which I won't go into but it's to distort their reality and totally wipe away any uh, you know a sense of belonging and who they really are how much does how much mindfulness even with Steiner schools these days you know they're enforcing all of these things and just because they're in the system but you know they're, they're encouraging these things mm. and it's to it's to retard the advancement of of our society wow. so yeah by mm. by allowing you know these technologies these clean um, you know and and, and a bountiful technologies mm. out and the wisdom and that's how that's how we shift and that, yeah. and to keep asking questions mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. ask questions to everything in, in my youth work and when I, was, I would hear the kids say things I say yeah that's good to know but have you asked why that is why what what is the reason for that mm-hmm. and if, if it doesn't feel right then try and find out what what the reason really is mm. so, 100% yeah. I think it's like a, it's definitely come down to having more knowledge and having more conscious teachers I think it would definitely have to start with like a with the with the with our younger generation, like it's not definitely what happened within the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Mm. It's definitely possible, but like things can move pretty quickly though mm. in times of crisis, as we've seen. Mm. This you is know. what's yeah, that is very true. But like, how how do we how do we get to a point where we overthrow the gut, the Vatican? I think for me right now, it seems like the Vatican is the point that. A central point where that that truly needs to crumble in order for us to get the knowledge that we truly need. Yeah. Like they don't, like yeah, like you said, the mm. systems in place are working. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they, 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 they do work to an extent. They, yeah, to, to an, an extent, extent. To an extent. It's just like the knowledge that's being hindered from being shared by the mm. Vatican or like a, is is crucial. You know, like mm. I, I've always wondered, like what. What do they actually have? What in the, do they have in that library? Like, do they have like the Embo tablets, or do they have mm. like um, uh, all these like extensive like texts that like have been erased from history? And like, why? How can we? How? Uh, how can we all collectively get to a point where we're like, all right, we know what's going on in there, and we want all that knowledge. Like, how? how like, how? How would we even dare to get to that position? I think once you're ready to receive it, you'll receive it. There's, exactly there's more right. ways and means mm-hmm. in receiving information than physical books. Like mm-hmm. people are getting downloads all the time, dreams, visions, ideas, connecting to that source. You know, mm. like mm. the technologies, like plant technologies. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Insane, paradigm shifting mm. experiences where you get shown yeah, that is, that is true. a lot of true. this 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 wisdom that comes from somewhere. Not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> and, and, you know, this is like how to shift from this. Well, as, as the, the, there's a quote from Einstein, okay, now there's a lot of questions around that guy, okay, whether, you know, he was legit or plagiarizing a lot of other people's work, but, yeah. but there's still there's this saying, 
And it says you can't solve a problem with the same consciousness that created it. Mm. So that entails that we all must, as I was saying, ask these questions, mm. you know, absorb the new information, go out of the comfort zone, fly in the face of conventionality, and break those norms, you know, purely for uh, the, the advancement of ourselves as part of a wider collective. So if we mm. change, you know, our consciousness, then we can solve the problem, 100%. so to speak. It's to, to, to do harm, yeah. you know, um, to gain benefit by some way where it creates deficit somewhere else. Um, and you know, that's when these, these entities will work, work through people if they're engaging in those practices because they're inviting in. They're so is, become, is, yeah. is that what the things, is that what practices that um, the Freemasons or the Skull and Bones groups and these people are actually doing at higher levels? Absolutely. They're like summoning yep. these darker spirits to help mm -hmm. with their the, power the or music, whatever. music, entertainment yep. industry. Or even right. like mainstream music is all that. Yep. 100%. So you're to listening to a mainstream music or the radio in the background, you're actually, in a way, being manipulated or inviting the yeah. darker energy. So basically, as a rule of thumb, I've tarred everything with the same brush. Anything that appears on TV, on commercial radio, on movies, anything mm. is by design and it's not a coincidence. It's definitely there to control, manipulate, distort, deceive and mm. corrupt. So you guys generally believe um, in the Illuminati and all the symbolism and stuff like that. It's all just designed to sort of impeach on our consciousness certain themes or certain well, ideas the way, or even portals to... The way that I look at it, energy. you know, before we go into that, the way that I look at it is we could be putting anything on TV. We could be putting anything on the radio. We could be putting anything in the movie yeah. screens. The whole infinite possibilities of reality we could be portraying and reaffirming that anything yeah, right true. but picture the little narrow window of shit that they keep regurgitating yeah it yeah, just doesn't make true. sense right yeah oh there's also like i totally agree with you also though like there's some things like rick and morty you mm. know like when you watch rick and morty like rick and morty like the ideas that they put they they project are just so wild like mm. where you if you're someone who's watching this you look you think about this and you're like yeah this this is a cartoon but like what if there's a potential that there's like there's there's someone who actually has this level of in ingenuity and is like mm. this smart and has is capable of accessing like all these dimensions and do these dimensions exist and mm -hmm. if, if it is is it possible for us to access these dimensions or if you look at someone a movie like um Doctor Strange, um, Multiverse of Madness, mm. and you're seeing all these kind of things or like, the new, the new one's called Illuminati, which is yeah. really weird, considering it's made by Disney. Well, that's the you thing. Know what I mean? I have a red flag with Disney. That, that, yeah. That's yeah. not weird at all. Yeah. Yeah, Disney's a huge red flag for me as well. Mm. But then like, why would you but I, I give think people this putting, potential? That I reckon they're putting the cart before the horse. They're giving, planting all these seeds, which are good seeds for certain individuals and young children, but not showing them the dangers of these worlds and these realms and we're controlled by these darker influences that surround mm -hmm. the earth at the point like the like the papal and the vatican have spiritual diplomacy over us mm -hmm. that maybe if you have an inquiring mind to go into these realms you can witness or become 
possessed or influenced mm -hmm. by negative force rather than good forces because they haven't shown them the, the light and the rules of how right. to play on these realms. Yeah. And I, I think it's very complex and that's one of the distortions mm -hmm. that happens because they're portraying these mystical realms like this is possible. But look at these unhealthy, unstable kind of individuals that they portray as the people that access these levels of things. Like use Rick and Morty as an example. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Morty's a drunken, misogynist, uh, disgusting kind of vile person. Yeah, that is and, and, <laughs> and Morty's And Morty's like a, a passive little bitch. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> they're saying this is magic and this is entertainment and we're crossing them over and they're saying like, okay, so this is how magic is being portrayed. And yeah. even in all the Hollywood movies, you see it's so magical and it's inspiring. Mm. But there's this undertone of desensitization and distortion that's being imprinted on top of all of these mystical phenomena, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, yeah. the, the number one thing with all of it is subversion. Subversion. They're introducing these concepts, introducing these paranormal concepts and things. Um, but you know, they're selectively doing it and cunningly, mm -hmm. selectively doing it, to uh, feed into their narrative and what they want as the end product. And what they want as the end product is not the, the enlightenment of, of the collective humanity mm -hmm. and you know, the, the advancement of, of love, mm. the advancement of freedom mm. and all of the you know the reasons on why you know we are here in the first place is to you know come to this this what I sometimes call kindergarten planet mm. on this this level of our karmic journey and to learn to learn uh, about how we can advance to to learn from our souls messages of our previous incarnations no, that that is that is why we're here, because without learning those things, without being in the least individually open to to learning, mm. and to identify the things that we need to change for the better within ourselves, while taking on board these these uh, you know this 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 knowledge and this wisdom that is out there, mm. that is being subverted by you know, the, the, the narratives and, and so forth that we've just been speaking of, then, you know, we're, we're, not, we're not going to progress in our souls to, to move through to the different, you know, mm. the higher realms, so to speak. You know, and it's not doing service mm. to, to the rest of us. Yeah, you know? that's a good, yeah, I really resonate with that. Yeah. But for me, it feels like more of a um, damage control thing at the moment where people are come on the earth to help the earth ascend quickly before it gets destroyed. You know, that's what it seems mm. like at times, yeah. which is a little bit dark, but mm. I always feel like we're on the cusp of mm. either self, complete self-destruction or mm. going the other way. Well, this is, the, this is, that's a, that's a, you know, direct byproduct of the, the fear, pro the fear programming mm. that, that mm. is put out through all the channels that we've just spoken of, the, right. the movies, the cartoons, mm. the, yeah, the yeah. media, all of that, and I mean, you know, a lot of people do understand that, but a lot of people don't, and they're kept in this this mental and psychological and emotional um, prison, 
um, dwelling in this low vibrational states where we're, mm. we're, we're fearful. Oh shit, the world's going to blow up. Oh no, the, the mm. news said we haven't got enough water to last yeah. the next year. Mm. The narrative is that our resources are finite, mm. yeah. essentially. You know, yeah. so and is, you that, know, is that correct? Is that 100% true though? Well, well, no. This is the thing. There's, there is a also with with awakening. Um, there, there is also a responsibility that comes with that. When we acknowledge that we've done wrong, just mm. simply here in the 3D world, I've done you wrong. Okay, mm. it's admitting that, and then it's also taking on the responsibility of owning it, and then embodying how you're going to, you know. Be better, mm. you know, not do that again in the very, very least. Mm. You know, so, very yeah. true. And that's, mm. yeah, that's, yeah, it's all, it's all relative to, right. you know, mm. to, to how, how we're, we're supposed to evolve. And, mm. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Can we um, bring ourselves back to common law again, and how to actually work on becoming sovereign as individuals and also as business people mm -hmm. to get us out of this system? Have well, anything you've come across that could help us? Heck yeah. Amazing. Heck yeah. There's a few valuable resources. One of them is this guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I learned a lot of things from Jordan Maxwell. If you want to look up Jordan Maxwell, he uh, rest or rise in peace. Uh, he, he left his body not too long ago. So um, yeah, last couple. Yeah, he's, he's been an absolute wealth of knowledge about so much of the constructs that we've we've covered it today um, and uh, you know also uh, David Icke oh, as yes. well yeah, David Icke, yeah. Um, had the pleasure of um, being a tour coordinator when he came to really Perth oh wow, wow. well I actually that? organized for him to come to Perth so just don't want to you know pull my own ink my own chain but um, awesome. Yeah, and uh, that was really something. When you was know, he in Perth? Uh, oh, before he got banned from the country. It was uh, 20... Uh, Wait, he got banned from the country? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. What the hell? Tw yeah, 2015, I believe it was, uh, out at Ascot uh, Function Hall at the race course. Um, but then the following, I think two years after, he uh, uh, went to leave. They, there was a tussle between him or this tour manager and the Australian government or immigration department. Um, they'd previously asked him to sign like a disclosure statement saying that he wasn't here to incite discord, right? <laughs> incite discord. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, and that he, he wasn't here to, yeah, to make, make, make trouble, basically. And um, yeah, so um, and then when he came to tour again, he was sitting at uh, the LA, uh, LAX, basically departure lounge, ready to get on the plane, after a bit of to and fro with the tour manager in the uh, immigration department of Australia. They waited just until like an hour or two before he got on his plane. Said, you're not allowed, we're gonna ban you from the country. Mm -hmm. And they banned him. Dude, so, that's crazy. Yeah. Just inconvenience him for 17 hour flight there, 17 hour flight back, just to be a little bit more parasitic. Yeah. So that's the, um, the vengeful nature of those that um, are manipulating our 
political systems and uh, our, our health and well-being. Mm. Um, That's insane. That is so wild. wild. Bringing it back. Yeah. 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 So, you know, um, and yeah, so, but I mean, that, that really says something that, uh, you know, when an individual is peace-loving, uh, speaks nothing about, nothing but fomenting peace and unity and, uh, you know, global community and, and, and enlightenment and, you know, uh, advocating for everybody to ask questions and, and, and so forth. Mm. For someone like that to get banned from a country. It says a lot. Yeah. It says yeah. a lot. It says it a lot about a lot. our leadership, mm -hmm. our government. Well, it says that they're onto something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, yeah, building on, on your question yeah. <clears throat> about actionable steps that we can all kind of, you know, investigate. Yeah. And I think, you know, we covered it earlier that the number one most important thing is education because we need to know who we are and where we get our power from in order to be able to take it back mm. from the people that have, you know, duped us out of it. Yeah, so number one, learn about, um, you know, natural law and, and how that works. Okay, so wind that back. It's about jurisdiction. Mm. So, you know, there's another etymology of that word, but I, I can't, it's not on the tip of my tongue at the moment. Jurisdiction, so as a, as a living man and woman, or, and, a, and a, a paper fiction, as well as like a, a business um, or a corporation, so the goal is to, like, we want to become, like, it depends, every single person's situation is completely unique, and it depends on what your goals and what your overall, mm. you know, like, what you're trying to achieve, what the level of success looks like for you in regards to <clears throat> being um, independent and free-determining, like, self-determining, because there's levels to this. There's 100% yeah. levels. Like, you can just, like, dip your toe in and be like, cool, you know, um, you know, I don't have to communicate with the corporate policy enforcers, which are the police. You know, I can, I can go to court and get the, the, um, the criminal justice system to try and substantiate their claim against me. You know, I haven't done that. This guy's, I think, um, experimented with things that. Like fines and that of that nature? Yeah, right. So as soon as we know that we're a living man or woman, that our corporate government literally has no authority over us, the education process begins of how we can unweave ourselves mm. from the the manipulation, and it's a it's a long process. It's a long process, yeah. and it depends how deep you want to go. So if, if I had a business, let's say I started it tomorrow, mm -hmm. didn't have an ABN, just started getting money into my account, yep. and I got pinged from the ATO mm. saying, "Oh, you got all these different payments coming into your account. Mm. Why haven't you been registered? Why aren't you paying it?" Mm -hmm. In in that situation, can I just say that I'm under common law and I have to pay you a dime? Or well, it's is it private. more than that? It's, it's private. You could, you could, you're doing a lot of deals in a, mm. in a private jurisdiction. Yeah. So this is where the, 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 the realm of jurisdiction comes in. So we can operate in, in private jurisdiction. And this is what we had to do when I was running an event um, movement, um, Heartquake, when mm. Blazing Swan got mandated, we were like, not doing that, went out on our own. Like, how are we going to still run our events? Um, in spite of all the restrictions. 
Yeah. And the, the easiest way to do that, or the only way that we could think about doing that was operating in the private jurisdiction, because then we're no longer bound by all of the laws and statutes that they mm. try and impose on us. Because, yeah, we're living men and women mm. operating and, and contracting privately with other living men and women. And if you're contracting privately, does that actually entail having an ABN or having an organisation or any registration required at all? Or can you just do it on your own terms and just, if anyone asks any questions, you say this mm. is a private jurisdiction? Rhetorically speaking, yeah. um, <clears throat> there's, there's, a, there's, you know, there's a, a procedure where you, you know, I mean, every, every living man and woman, um, nat natural living man and woman is, you know, there is, is there is a, an illusion to think that uh, they need to contract with a uh, another entity in order to exercise commerce between each mm. other. You've got ten apples. I want to buy those five dollars. Okay, cool. We're going to do that because that is our right to be able to do that. Mm. Now, some people watching or listening to this will say, oh, but, but then, you know, potholes won't get filled and nurses won't get paid and, and this, you know, this type of thing. And, and that's understandable because that's what we've been programmed with the whole time. But what we, what we don't actually, you know, what uh, the thing is, there are hidden fees, fines, forfeitures, stamp duties, taxes that are all hidden in everything that yeah. we do in our everyday life. You buy that chocolate bar, there's a number of, you know, levies, taxes and everything that, that goes into, you know, that chocolate bar being created and you consuming that chocolate bar. Mm. Okay. Um, there is also, you know, all of the income tax, as we mentioned before, that's going towards paying back the unlawful loans that the Cor Corporation of Commonwealth of Australia is paying back to the privately owned reserve bank mm. and you know so the the thing is you know we we can conduct commerce between ourselves in the private and there is nothing that you, you need to know what you're actually doing because there's that saying if you can't explain what you're doing you shouldn't be doing it at all Mm, yeah. Um, and, you know, there are actually legitimate, well, as far as, you know, um, the, the government corporation is concerned, there, there is legitimate process for you to actually state that I don't wish that, that, that someone doesn't wish to go into contract with the third party in order for you to sell me your apples. And that is uh, that is private private commerce. That is, you know, it's it's what we are. We we are have every liberty, right, and freedom to do that. Um, but you know, we were talking about education and the withholding of knowledge and stuff a bit earlier uh, with our with our children. We've been programmed with this whole system from day dot because our parents didn't know, they passed it down to us. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, you know, so, mm. 
And the thing is, you know, the only thing that's really propping up these control systems is is money and the controlling of our minds. So what what does government mean? Governamento. It's Latin. So governo is control mm. and mente, mente is mind. It's mind yeah. control. Yeah. Mm. So this is the thing, you know, I was yeah. saying about changing the con- consciousness. Mm. To, but so anyway, back to the, mm. to that, that's, you know, we, we are, you know, we, we are lawfully allowed, lawfully, I use that word lawfully, not legally, legally is, is the corporate jurisdiction. Mm. Okay, lawfully is under common law. I can lawfully go about our business. We can lawfully go about our business. Mm. So, and what do these courts operate under? Like, you've got your Supreme Court. Are they actually um, courts of legality or courts of of law? And if you get sent to court, how do you change the, that environment to be a court of law, not a court of legality? Mm-hmm. Is that any difference in that, or does it? Yeah. Can you set that stage or are you just sort of... Well, the thing is, you know, when we start from the the lower rung, we have magistrate's court, district court, Supreme Supreme Court, Court, high court, right? Um, So when, you know, you're going to try, you walk into a... If if someone walks into a... Nine times out of ten walks into a magistrate's court and says, I question the jurisdiction, they're going to be like... They're either going to be saying... I'm going to put you in in lockup for contempt of court, or that you know that we're going to need a psych evaluation for you because you're nuts. True. Whereas you're actually onto something, because these what were they? They were called well, they're still referred to as magistrates' court, alluding to them being under you know the the um, under the the royal seal and all those mm. inherent liberties, rights, and freedoms that the you know the Magna Carta set down that the you know, based off the, the biblical, um, you know, mm. um, and, uh, but that's not actually the case. You know, the, these, what we have is when we walk into a, a, a magistrate's court is, mm. is simply a, uh, a tribunal. It's simply a, a corporate, a corporate uh, banker's mm. little meeting with you. You know, and you know. Before I say anything else, a disclaimer: these these, these courts are definitely needed in place. There are criminals out there that mm. cause, under the Crimes Act 1918, mm. right? They cause harm, damage, injury, or loss against another person, person, a, a human being, mm. right, or their property. Okay, True. that is what constitutes a crime. Right? When we turn right at a, a, a road signal when we're not supposed to, has there been harm, damage, injury or loss to another human being or their property? Has there? No. 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 <clears throat> it doesn't mean we should be doing that. You know, these, these road directions mm. and signs are in place to, you know, to make people safe. But, mm. you know, we don't need to exploit that and behave in a predatory manner where we are making transactions with people at the side of the road when there has been no injured party. True. And no injured party can be, can be found. Mm. As, a, um, you know, as a follow-up to that, in court, if you will contest 
um, you know, a speeding fine or something like that, mm. um, or you know, a, a parking fine with the council. You know, say parking fine. Yeah. No one's been injured. Who's you know? I understand that these are in place, so then people aren't just parking wherever they want. It's you know, it's important. Mm. Um, but the thing is, you know, the if you're if you're contesting it, they will say that the injured party is the state, or the injured party is the the, the local council or the, mm, the, the corporation local, or whatever. local government, which is actually a, a third tier of government that hasn't been recognised by the Australian Constitution or uh, been given the the thumbs up for, mm. through two referendums to try to recognise local government as okay. a third tier of government. They're actually unlawful entities and they've got no place in telling us how to do it. There's only two tiers of government. There's federal and state. Okay. So, um, yeah, so anyway, so yeah, with, with the courts, so we'll start off with the mag magistrate's court and, you know, these are what's called, can be referred to as a star chamber it's you know you've got the you've got the um, administrator for the court sitting there in front of you. You've got the clerk of the court there. They they want to they want you to contract. They want to want you to answer to the legal fiction name. They want you to create joinder. So that's that's joining the two entities together. They want you to say I'm here to represent you know um, you know this capital letters name. That's on our, all of our identification. And if, if you agree to that or give them the right verbal cues, they can entrap you into that system. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You've mm -hmm. just come into their jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. By walking into that court, they assume they have jurisdiction over you because you've answered their request to contract by mail or that little ticket that they've written you on the side of the road. True. Um, and then as a result of that, see, what, what we have to understand is when we go into the court, you know how we walk through the, you know, there, there's, there's those barriers. If you've seen a court, you'll see that there's, you know, these, these wooden barriers and you'll step from the, the, the galley, you know, the galley. What, where, where, where else is a galley? Like, is this like a maritime sort of thing, like mm. pirate ships? Yeah, and a ship. <laughs> so you step through the galley, through the, where everyone sits, in, onto the ship. You know, you're, you're coming onto the ship. So that means you're planning yourself right in their jurisdiction. And there's been a number of people that have, have just stood at the barrier and said, hello, no, here I'm under, um, you know, I'm here under duress and I'm here under special appearance and whatever. There's been a lot of people do different things and some of them have worked, some of them have landed them in, you know, Jail. you're insane. Let's throw them in, you know, psych ward because... You've got to be very careful with what you say. Yeah. You have to... Mm, yeah, pretty be accurate. And on you know, it's a whole banking transaction there. But you know, on the esoteric side of it, the 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 magistrate is a representative of Baal. Baal is a you know a, the satanic entity that uh, a lot of these these uh, um, the Luciferians will worship, and you know used to f feed children to back in ancient times and you know mm. that's what they will still do now with this child sacrifice and so forth so mm. um so you know the they they because they're in the club these mm. these magistrates and and judges yeah and, um you know if not they you know it's it's fairly unlikely but they're mm. connected in with masonic uh, orders 
Have you ever ended up in court contesting a fine or parking final or things of these nature? Or is there a way to avoid going to court and contesting them and being successful? Mm -hmm. I haven't had to action it, but I know of people that have. They have, yeah? Okay. Yep. Mm. And yeah. they do that by stepping into court or they just do it by certain emails or certain words they can just get them dismissed? Yeah, so it's about um, becoming the the executive for your own contracts which is um you know unincorporating yourself or taking back taking back our name from the corporate government and, well, the, and the standing as the executor of your estate right and there's a way of doing that um if you go onto the ato website yep. and do a specific idiosyncratic um sequence you can create an unincorporated abn and place so then you put your name yeah so for instance my abn that i i bought my name back from the government and put myself the living man as the executive for contracts so you can create an unincorporated abn through this idiosyncratic process it doesn't make any sense but you come out the other side through their system wow. with this abn that says my name in all capitals yeah. is is registered to an unincorporated ABN. So it's basically a business. So yeah. like my name becomes the title yeah. that's attached to an unincorporated business number. Yeah. And the executive for that title, yeah. I put down as myself, the living man, Slade oh, Lincoln. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. And right? once you have that, you And that's just the first step. The okay. second step is going to ASIC, the Australian Securities Exchange. Yeah. And then registering your title as a business business name, yeah. and using your unincorporated ABN to register your name as a title, and then putting down the living man, Slade Lincoln, mm. as the executive for those contracts as for the that. Executive, okay. Yeah, the executor is the <laughs> language that they that they use, and that's just the first process, right? Yeah. So coming out of the system. It takes this this immersion mm. into the system essentially. So once we can buy our name back, so right now they own our names. What did it cost you to buy? Do this? It's the same as the cost to register a business name. Like six hundred bucks, five hundred bucks. No, nothing. It's 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 less than that. It was like oh, really? it was like fifty Ooh. bucks or thirty bucks or something like oh, that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Just like yeah, go to um, register an unincorporated ABN, which is not easy to do. You have to know exactly the right steps. Yeah. And then you go into ASIC and register your your name as a business name, and then so whatever my name is, Slade Lincoln Moore in all capitals, yep. is is my business is my registered business name attached to my unincorporated ABN. So, wow, yeah, mm. and then I put my name, Slade Lincoln, in lower capitals mm. as the executive for that. In lower capitals. Yeah, or just capital for the first letter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Slade Lincoln, no last name. But they put it the other way around, they go more Slade Lincoln. Mm. Mm. And on everything that identifies us with our paper fiction, yeah. our straw man, it's all written in capital letters, mm. Mr. Last Name First. And, and after you do this, you're exempt from receiving fines and paying tax? No. After you've with like taken, you've bought your name back. So you, yeah. you've become unincorporated. I own my name, I'm the executive for my estate. Mm. I know I'm the executive for my contracts. Then the process begins of learning how to write letters to be the executive 
of your of your own contracts. So it's not sim it's not as simple as just like jumping in the deep end and like, oh now I'm unincorporated I'm cool I don't have to pay tax or you know show up in court. You have to be able to use the 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 proper language in the proper jurisdiction that mm. proves that you know what you're talking about and you know where you get your power from. Yeah. So it's a process of learning. I haven't started that the phase of letter writing yet. Yeah. Okay. And the people that I've learnt this from have done that and. The way, the way that it operates is, you know, I become, um, you know, like free determining and then I can set my own personal expenses and I, I create a, a fee schedule. Mm. So if the court tries to summon me, I have learned all the language I need to use to write the letters. Yeah. And then I write a letter and attach my fee schedule and say, look, if you want me to rock up at court, it's going to cost you $20,000 per hour. Yeah, well, I'm the executive wow. for my own true, true. contracts, right? And this is, this is an example of someone I know that has done this and didn't have to go to court. They got out of going to uh, a summons because they knew where they get the power from, they used the right language, and they had their fee schedule, and the, the court was like, oh, shit. Don't worry about that. You're fine. Skip it. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. And then same thing with driver's licenses, vehicle registrations, council rates, all this kind of stuff. So can these guys own their own property, not pay any rates, have the car, non-registered, no plates, mm -hmm. no problem. Yep. And even as far as I know of ex extremely successful businessmen that have taken out massive mortgages mm -hmm. and then turned around and asked the, their lender to substantiate their claim. Well, where does it? Where do I actually have a contract don't actually lend with, you with with any living man or woman? And True. and where did the money come from? Wow, and they get to keep the money. Yeah, well, they keep the asset. They yeah. keep they keep it, and and also the same person from that example. He's he's yeah. next level. Yeah, he's got affidavits that he took to court that are unrebutted, and you know what? An unrebutted affidavit is a statement of facts. You know, the court can't you know disprove it. True. So he wrote this affidavit stating that money was fake and that everything is a complete lie and a deception. And I can supply that affidavit for people to like read. It's, it's very, very dense and extremely like wordy, but it's fascinating. And it's, it stands as a statement of fact. Wow. Yeah. And where do you find that affidavit? So there's a Facebook group called The Truth About Council Rates. Yeah. There's lots of um, information on there. But for the Australian listeners. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But if anybody, if you want, I can, I can send it to you directly, the Peter Joseph affidavit. Awesome. I have it on my, on my desktop. Dude, that's amazing. insane. That's yeah. crazy. Mm. That's mm. crazy. And yeah, this individual, he's done a lot of amazing stuff that would really make you scratch your head like, that's not possible. Mm. Yeah. A couple of individuals, actually. But once you enter this world, Possibilities this changes completely. Well, you exist in two jurisdictions. You can exist in both realms, and this is what I wanted to, you know, field your question about what a business person can do. Yeah. You know, is is by educating yourself the difference between the jurisdictions, like the private and the public jurisdiction, mm -hmm. uh, the realm of, of statutes and law, and 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 not the realm of common law. Mm. And yeah, you can exist in both realms. So in that example of having an unincorporated ABN and being the executive for my own contracts, mm. I can live as a free determining, you know, flesh and blood human. Yeah. 
mm. and engage in contract with you're the our corporation. Of yeah. So I own I own my paper fiction, and I can tell I, I choose what contracts I want to engage with. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I will. I I don't now, but I I do own my name mm. as an unincorporated um, business. Yeah. Title that I choose that I will be able to choose what contracts I choose to enter into and through the, the language. And these people who are operating in both private and public and taking mm. out mortgages and then not paying them back. Do, do, is there any well, point? There, there is nothing to pay back. That's true, it doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. But at any stage, will they disappear or be threatened or blackmailed or something else? Because I'd imagine that you wouldn't want this spreading too far. It's relentless. I'm pretty sure that what they go through, what I've heard is, is relentless. It takes a lot of fortitude to be able to sustain the onslaught from and a lot of letter writings, a lot of court appearances. Yeah. Of that nature. But they, they, the, these, these individuals thrive off that shit. So yeah, you've got to be ready. You've got to be ready for that. Mm. Yeah. Are there any actual books like on the constitution or on common law that are like, you can just get and have at your, your, your house or is it all just hidden and scattered throughout? Um, I know of one that my friend had and it's like know your rights or know your law or something like that. I can find a resource. And okay, yeah, I've yeah. heard of know your rights, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also a resource with regards to um, traffic matters. I won't say traffic law because there is no traffic law. Mm. Um, traffic matters uh, involving incidences where there's no harm, damage, injury or loss against someone or their property. Yeah. Um, and the um, the whatever state police corporation is trying to contract with you to, to you know to give them money essentially mm. um, there is you know a process to go through which calls on you know the the material facts and evidence that yep. that is needed to substantiate any claim mm. and um, you know if, if people want to look up uh, Aussie speeding fines. Aussie speeding fines? Oh, yeah. yeah. Aussie speeding fines. And uh, there's a number of templates. There's an e-book which um, unpacks a lot of, lot of information and a lot of practical uh, information too with the templates mm. and how to fill it out. Very straightforward. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you have to know who to be contacting, you know, you, you don't always, when you're, when you're dealing with a corporation or an organisation, you know, there's always the, um, you know, well-meaning people, but they're, they're minions of a, a oh, yeah. greater corporation and there's compartmentalisation that goes on, goes along with these, um, you know, corporations and um it's the same. Because people wouldn't have a clue what's going on, they just forward it to someone else. No, they yeah. it to someone else. Yeah, the teller at the bank doesn't know what the manager's doing behind them or mm. whoever's in that cubicle. That's that's the way they like to keep it. Yeah. You know, so, you like know. Like the Freemasons, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, so you will get handballed around quite a lot in this process and it's going to be quite tedious. Well, I've been down this rabbit hole. I've yeah. taken the templates and contested uh, speeding fines and parking fines. Yeah. And it's just a back and forth, um, you know, bureaucratic process that takes fucking ages mm. and it just ends up in court. So, okay. yeah, you just have to be ready to go that length, hey? Mm. Mm. Have you gone to court as yet? No. Mm. No, I, I, haven't, I that? haven't taken it there. Yeah, I will, definitely, mm. 100%. Once I educate myself enough to be yeah. able to know exactly, you know, 
what I need to do, then mm. yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm, I've got fines sitting at home that I'm putting off that I'm just, can't, I don't want to yeah. pay because I know it's all bullshit. I have two demerit points left, you know? This <laughs> yeah. I got skin in the game now. Yeah, you know? you're in um, the game. Well, yeah. No, and, and I think I think also a disclaimer too, like if I can jump in, you know, this, this isn't, uh, none of us are talking about, um, you know, willfully going out, behaving negligently, where it's going to threaten the livelihoods or safety of anybody in the community. Mm. Um, mm. You know, the, the fact of the matter is that, you know, many of us, uh, many of us in, out there uh, understand that there is quite simply revenue raising yeah. going on and that, uh, you know, and also with the disclaimer is that there are, there are many, many, many predominantly, you know, good-hearted uh, men and women that, that are, um, you know, police officers. Mm. And and they, they they have some very difficult tasks to do mm. in the community. Oh, honey. oh yeah. Oh, right. so, yeah. But the unfortunate the unfortunate predicament that many of them are in, particularly traffic um, mm. traffic police, is that they are given benchmarks or quotas that they have to meet. This is you know there's been leaked emails with you know senior sergeants and you know sending to their um, their traffic cops and so forth, that they, they want X amount of um, speeding fines, they want X amount of DUIs, you know, mm. or, or even beat, beat cops that are on the street. You know, they, they, they are put in this position. You know, I was just speaking with one police officer that looks like he's, he's going to be leaving soon because mm. of um, the police force being turned into, in the last couple of years, the enforcement, a medical enforcement arm for, for this whole uh, phenomena, let's yeah. say, that's been going on uh, the, you know, the past couple of years. So, people yeah, and, and, you know, the, the, he, he, he said, and just like many of the other the police officers, they, they wanted to go into this because, you know, a lot of the time their fathers or mothers were in the police force, but okay. also be, to, to help in the community, to stop bad guys. Yeah, you know, and to and to make people safe, and they became the bad guys. Yeah, and mm. you know their 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 good intentions have been appropriated by uh, a greedy uh, corporation that is utilizing them and pitting them against their fellow community members mm. in order to generate revenue for this private corporation. Yeah, now that's you know that is wrong. Really, wrong, that is yeah. wrong. But that's not to say that. You know there are there are criminals that that need to be need to be arrested and and, and dealt with yeah. accordingly. You know? We need to be out of court triple zero and have someone have our backs. Essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly, you know? but exactly. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, and so what? What just to round that off? You yeah. know, what what we're we're speaking of is, you know, the abuse of that authority. Mm -hmm. The you know the the um, you know. The, the manipulating of the public, the predatory yeah. behaviour. Yeah, that has to be a pushback and a resistance towards that kind of thing. I remember mm. Margaret Thatcher released this tax in the UK and there was huge protests about it at, at Parliament House, Parliament Building or wherever it was. And it, they were relentless in their protesting and they actually reversed the bill for that tax. Mm. So it did actually work, but they obviously brought it back in later on. But yeah. they'll always keep pushing and pushing and pushing until someone says, hey, that's enough and actually get smart about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People have done that in the past, like, you know, yeah. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, in certain scenarios where people resist mm. a tyrannical government. Yeah. It's overstepping completely. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it seems, I don't know, like, it just kind of, like, after the, all the protests that happened last year, it's just like, they just never gave a fuck, man. Like, it was, people protested, what, 100,000, 20,000 people protested in Perth, mm. like, eight days in a row, or something yeah. like that, and, like, nothing happened, you know? Well, the thing I saw, like, the most in Victoria when there was big protests with the construction workers, they went to the CFMEU building, they were calling out the owner of the CFMEU, mm. or the, one of the big bosses, saying mm -hmm. that you didn't protect us, you did nothing for us, and he was like, no, I, I never did all this, and they had video recordings of him acknowledging the whole matter thing and allowing it to happen. Really? Now, these people were, were about to kill him. Like they were smashing the windows, getting into, I don't know, condone violence at all. Mm. But people need to know that they're held responsible for their actions and their lies, most yeah. importantly. Mm. Yeah. And they reversed that bill mm. you know, of construction workers in, in that one place. Mm. But I'd, yeah, well, I don't like violence, but I like seeing people united. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was one of the most important things, seeing people united to one cause. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But the, even then, like it's just it's like we it seemed like we there were quite a lot of people who didn't agree with it, and there were a lot of protesters. However, they were just not willing to like stand up for it and mm. actually mm. be there. Well, it's dangerous as well. Dangerous. But yeah. Can yeah. common law help out with things like mandatory medical procedures and things of that nature? Can you step into common law and be like, well, actually, no, you can't. I can't be stood down. I can't. You have to let me in or whatever else. Or yes. did that get to a bit hazy now because... Yes and no. It'll work to an extent because, yeah, what's been happening while we've been so distracted is mm. they've made up all these laws and gave all these powers to the authorities. So basically we have to... The, well, they're, well, they're not it. laws. They're mandates. They, ha they don't... Yeah. They have the colour of law, what's called the colour of law, mm. which, which is essentially gives the impression that it has the weight of law, mm. but... They don't. They don't. They're not, they're not real they don't. lawful. They're, just, they're, yeah. they're an offer to contract. And if you don't want to contract, that's where, that's where things get interesting. Let's say, let's say that you're like a business and they fine you for not like letting your staff wear masks or whatever. And you just, you just don't care. Like if it's just a mandate and it's not law and you went to court for it, you would have standing. Yeah. There's mm. been many cases of the, it being thrown out of court. Mm. Many cases. Yeah, it happened in America as well. Quite a few of them were like, so many of the fines just got chucked out of court. Yeah, because these were the people that, you know, educated themselves. Like, yeah. you know, Slade was saying, you know, to, to educate yourself before you go into their playground. Yeah, you know, mm. you're not going to sit down with a grandmaster of chess and not know how to play chess. You know, so that's the thing is to is to <clears throat> educate yourself about these things. And those people that did that went to court and they said, "Okay, cool. Well, what what are you actually, you know, what are you finding me for? What crime have I committed? What, you know, what contravention of what act?" And you know, but these the, the their mandates. They're mandates and they don't mm. they haven't stood up in court and mm. the only time they would stand up in court is if there was a miscarriage of justice by the you know the magistrate themselves or you didn't know how to hold your ground you didn't know how to mm. you know and that could end up in a lot of a lot of sticky problematic mm. situations mm. like even this word like like sovereign and sovereignty i've heard from the people that i've been learning my information from that this falls under domestic terrorism now. 
sovereign, the word sovereign. Yeah, being like standing for sovereignty and, and self-determination. Yeah, yeah. Against. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. So now they, they can actually yeah. implement. This is this is the whole thing that's been going on. What I was. Oh yeah, if you're one of the sovereign citizens, if you, because if there was, you know, um, the whole sovereign citizen movement started in Canada, uh, I believe. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, the and there was a couple of people that were just going overboard, doing mm. stupid things, and that's that's the whole slippery slope with, you know. I mean, you can't be sovereign and a citizen at the same time. That's right. Because yeah, if you're yeah. a citizen, that means you're under the Roman see, under the Holy See, under mm -hmm. the Roman Curia, okay? And you can't be sovereign and a citizen yeah, that's at pretty, the same time. Pretty funny, actually. Yeah. 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 So the, the queen, the queen is a sovereign because she's a, a law unto herself and they've empowered her as the secondary trustee to the one global estate, as I was saying earlier on. So, you know, but... You know, the thing is, we're told that we're not sovereign, but but we are, that mm. we are, but under the jurisdiction and the constructs of under the constructs of the jurisdiction of, of you know this this false legal fiction facade, where where we don't even have human rights because we aren't actually human, we are a fictitious legal entity. That, that can be controlled by another corporation. That's why they have to, um, you know, put our names in capitals and create that birth certificate and make sure when we have our driver's license and bank cards, it's all in capital letters. Capitus Dominia Maxima, that's Latin as well. It means that you've relinquished all human rights and that you are a corporate entity. Wow. Um, wow. Which is the realm of the dead. Yeah. Mm. Corporation. You can actually hear, then they, they, they assume, they presume and assume that you can actually hear the corporation, you can hear the talking dead mm. to you. So then that means that you have to listen. If you don't listen, it's no excuse because I didn't know is not an excuse under the law. True. Mm. So they prey on ignorance and naivete. And that's how, you know, when, when you were saying with the um, people that have gone to court to, you know, to question, yeah. I won't say fight, but question, like, why have I got this mandate? Fine, what are you trying to do? You know, um, they're the ones that haven't, you know, been, uh, you know, that haven't, haven't succumbed to that fear, to that yeah, fear programming. Yeah. Mm. So. And there, was, there was one guy on YouTube, like Bradley Bond, like he owned a gym and everything. Um, <clears throat> he owned a gym and he lived in California and um, during the home mandates and all that stuff like they they tried to get him to shut his gym down he was like nah not doing it they shut off his power he bought generators he was like nah still running like I don't care what you guys say um, I want to see a law I want to see like what you guys can actually <laughs> substantiate to hold your claims and um, he hired a lawyer. Even the lawyer was like, "Nah, bro, just give in to the, just mm -hmm. give in, bro, just just shut it down, just pay the fine." He was like, "Nah," fired the lawyer, went on to like another lawyer. Um, and then when he gets to the when he got to the point where like they were meant to get into the court, the court the court dropped the case mm. before they even got to the court. Yeah. So they know like yeah. some of the stuff is not gonna hold. Can, can you find lawyers who are actually schooled in common law or actual common law lawyers? Mm. Um, if they're a member of the Bar Society, which means, yes, you're a lawyer, well, mm. you can be a non-practicing lawyer and 
you know, not be a member of the Bar Society, but, um, you know, if you're with the Bar Society, it's, you know, this is a very old institution from, from medieval England. Mm. You know, it's like a Masonic order. And um, you have to play by by their rule book. Yeah. Lawyers have to play by by the rule book of the Bar Society. It's been pretty like, much like doctors. If, yeah, I, yeah. if I had to go to court, could I hire one, one of the, could I hire you, for example, later on to be my representative or non-practicing lawyer? This is the thing. Back in the day, there used to be what's called a layman advisor. And under common law, you'd be able to have a layman advisor act as your um, intermediary or spokesperson in court. Yeah. Um, they don't allow that anymore. Oh, can they, is that even legal? Is that lawful to be able to stop you from getting don't a don't give a shit. <laughs> so you can't hire anyone to represent you at all? This you can't. Well, you have to have a registered a lawyer. lawyer that is registered with the Bar Society. The, uh, this is what I mean. It gets to a point where wow, that's really fucked up. all the logical, rational um, um, side of it just gets thrown out and they make up everything and they do what they want. Yeah. It, it's a massive conflict of interest. I mean, just for the simple fact that that the, the magistrates, the lawyers, the court staff, everything, they'll go have drinks down at the pub after a day at work and they'll hang out together. They want to, you know, they want to get into politics. They want to climb the ladder. They want to go mm. do the secret handshake behind closed doors. They want to sniff cocaine off the each other's bench tops and <laughs> have, have, have <laughs> prostitutes. And, yeah, well, you know, sacrifice children apparently. Well, yeah. you know, all that from what we've heard, Epstein and whatever else. But yeah, yeah, but that's, that's, it's, it's so weird how that's coming back up now. It's like uh, the whole Epstein Island thing on Twitter. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that stuff got drowned out in the mainstream media. Yeah, it, it did. I mean, distractions and stuff. Even the yellow vest movement. I really like the yellow vest yeah. movement. <laughs> I was, I was that actually was a big advocate in Perth for that. But the the politics just ruins everything. But that movement was like everyone uniting for better living conditions, lowering taxes, and just basic human rights. Mm. As soon as that happened, and boom, COVID, bang, every. But now you can't protest unless you're protesting for George Floyd. Mm -hmm. But the other movement was actually a good thing happening, uniting mm. the people, all races, all religions, everybody, yep. against mm -hmm. the government. And now subverted, whoosh. Yep. Subverted is so far. Ah, white people racist, black people getting downtrodden, ah, it's you like know. This that. is a, yeah. this is, you know, it's been an ongoing theme and as they want to divide uh, our whole society. It's dumbing us down and, as well, and like that race yeah, thing is over. On, on whatever, whatever, you know, ways that they can, race, mm. religion, uh, creed, uh, class, class you know, yeah. you got it, man, mm. you know, and it, it's the most simplest way is it's divide and conquer and it's been done very cunningly and it's, you know, with the, the quickening of this age that we're in and when I was referring to the Aquarian age before, this is the age, of, it's the age of enlightenment where this knowledge and wisdom is becoming much more available, you know, where it was this hierarchical structure before in the Piscean age where we're just looking for the wisdom from the the, the gurus and the sages and the, the politicians and that knowledge was kept in the halls of power of the, 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 mm. the, the synagogues and the, the, the mosques and, and uh, the ashrams. Yeah. And, you know, and that was how we, you know, we had to bow down and you know, please, enlightened Shame. man, tell me what the thing is, you know. It's like, mm. you know, that's, that's yeah. not how it is anymore. You know, that, mm. and that's, it's, it, that's getting less now. A lot more people are, are choosing to become more self-determinate and are reaching out for that, mm. that knowledge themselves. So, yeah. you know, it's, um, you know, it, that's, that, that's the whole thing with this, this, this 
quickening of the age, we're getting to see things unfold before mm. our very eyes. A lot of people are starting to look at things. Interesting time to be living, eh? You know, yeah. with, 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 the, in, with that immediate subversion of everyone unifying together under a common cause, child trafficking, child sexual abuse, ritual, mm. you know, child abuse. And it was a it was a real thing. It is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, it you is. Know? Yeah. And um, and everybody was starting to really look at it. And that it doesn't matter what background you're from. Oh yeah, I remember mm. this. There was a point like it was all over Instagram. I think that's when the yeah. hardcore Tom Hanks and, yeah, you know really started kicking off. I think that's when like that was just before the whole like George Floyd thing really kicked kicked off yeah exactly yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where everyone was, was starting to come together yeah, for this yeah. I and remember this and it was like a um, um, it was Tom Hanks Ellen DeGeneres and um, Wayfair Wayfair yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. And people were starting to ask like really interesting questions and it was like to be honest it was some of these people I would have never even expected to be looking into this and even yeah. that, that Prince Prince Andrew or whatever Prince was being called yeah. out for that Seth Rogen yeah yeah, um, um, yeah Epstein um, mm. you know, connected through to all Bill Gates. Yeah. And there was like Bill Clinton, Clinton Hillary yeah. Clinton, her, mm. you know, her, her advisor, or not advisor, but her political aid, the, the I forget um, her name now. Aberdeen or something? Uh, yeah. Aberdeen yeah. Or something. Even, even Will Smith is on the flight logs. Every yep. now yeah. and more than once. I think it was like three mm. or four times. Yep. Yeah. So no. this is like a, I think that was like the, that was the height of it and then everything kicked off. Probably within like a month or two. Yep. I'd probably say. George Floyd, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was so random. I was just like, what the hell? Like, and it was like people posting it on Instagram and stories. It was like story after story on like Wayfair, like people like it was like, oh, why is this cabinet worth like thirty thousand dollars? I'm like, must be a damn good cabinet. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's like heaps of people, and even like Twitter. Um, I think it was the same thing oh, on the Twitter. Pizza. Pizza, yeah. language for like, yeah. I feel like pizza. Pizza, I hot pizza. dog, yeah. 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 pasta. $20,000 on pizza, pizza, like, come on. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Obama ordering, I think it was $30,000 on pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah. 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 In, the, in the middle of the night and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just like, and this thing, all this stuff like started circulating through like social media. And I think that's when the real like manipulation and censorship really started. Yeah. And then the, like, I think it's, a lot of people would have started questioning, like, okay, then why is why are all these people being censored if it's untrue? Why don't they just respond? You know what I mean? Like, so, but even then, like, given like Jeffrey Epstein was caught and all this stuff, like, why couldn't why, why couldn't they publicize Jeffrey Jeffrey or Ghislaine Maxwell's trial like they did for Johnny Depp? Mm. You know, like, why couldn't they do that? Like, it's, it's just like a people people forget <coughs> as well. I think people have forgotten about all this stuff. Yeah. It's coming back up now, though. Like when Elon Musk like bought re, bought bought Twitter, I'm still really iffy about that dude. It seems like a lot of stuff is just being like just flushed back in. Like there's there's like a yeah. lot lost. It's not there's still some level of level of censorship, but it's just like a whole bunch of stuff just being flushed in. Like mm. um, the Epstein's is like coming up again. Um, Joe Biden's son's laptop is coming up again mm. and people are like sharing it all of a sudden all over mm-hmm. and they're not being it's not being like taken down which I'm finding very interesting so I'm just kind of wondering like this this must be a very important pivot point mm. like the last couple of months a lot of weird stuff has happened even like um, laws around in America like really big laws that have been standing for like 50 to 30 years 
all of a sudden are being overturned. Like it's just kind of it's a it's a very interesting pivot point mm. um, because like that was a huge thing for I think social media is a huge platform for people who are like um, sharing information. I think social media is more important than the media now. Mm. Like no one really watches the news anymore. People get all the news from social media, mm-hmm. and like I think Facebook is Facebook is gonna fall because their censorship is too high. So is Instagram, TikTok, and. TikTok has the, the revenue of TikTok is like what well, I think it um, was twenty percent higher than Instagram and Facebook this year. The censorship is pretty intense as well. Mm. TikTok, mm-hmm. oh, I, I had videos taken down. And I wasn't even wasn't even going that deep mm. in a matter of twelve hours. Gone. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but even that, like you still do get some information in comparison to Facebook and True, yeah, Facebook. Instagram. I think the mm. algorithm the, the algorithm hasn't been tweaked to the point where like it's as hardcore as Facebook and Twitter's Twitter also had a really hardcore censorship policies um, so much so that like when Elon Musk took over they started deleting and deleting and shredding evidence so like it's it's like a very very like interesting thing seeing like there's a there's going to be a massive shift so yeah. something shifted within the last month i just don't mm-hmm. know what it yeah. is yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you guys have any yeah. yeah, I was just going to say that, you know, what you guys were all just talking about then is like a vortex. Mm. It's yeah. a vortex of information. And we're, it's like there's all this curiosity trying to figure it all out. You know, it's like, does it make sense? Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, after our prior conversation, we've built some pretty strong foundations to like the nature of reality that we're in right now. Yeah. So we can all agree on a few like key points that, you know, who we can't trust, what's all BS, what is evil, what is wrong, you know? And we could sit here and talk about it all day. Days, weeks, we can sit here and talk about all of these complexities, these different informations, trying to figure it all out. But as long as we all agree on the, fund- the few fundamental principles of the foundation of what's wrong, you know, mm. it's busted. You know what I mean? Cool. Been, been like, you know, learning all this stuff for years, talking about it for years, over and over again. I'm like, for me personally, where I'm at now in my stage of my journey is I'm exhausted. I'm yeah. exhausted with talking about this stuff. I'm exhausted with trying to figure it all out. We already know it's busted. We already know big things have to change. Mm. We already know fighting's not going to work. Doesn't matter how many people we bring together. The system is designed to fight. So you can't fight a system that's designed to fight because you're going to lose. Mm. So my mind goes, all right, cool. I've, I've basically made a few fundamental principles um, that I you know, believe about reality. And there's all this new information constantly bombarding, you know, like corruption, you know, like distortion, delusion, like all this kind of shit's going on. You could easily talk about that, get lost in it forever. Mm. However, we're here now. We know we've, we've created these, these fundamental principles, where we come from, where we are now. It's like, cool, okay, so where do we want to go? Mm. Boom. How do we get there? You know, I've, I've managed to come to my own you know, fundamental principles about how that's possible as well. Mm. And just one of the basic, most fundamental ones is where our attention goes, our energy flows. Mm. Yeah, 100%. So 100,000 people rallying against tyranny. Uh, Twitter, TikTok, 
Instagram, Facebook, constantly, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's not focusing the energy on creating sustainable ways of being mm -hmm. that are paradigm altering and really ground grassroots. Do you reckon all this stuff on, we're seeing in the news all this stuff about Elon Musk and all that kind of crap, it's just a big distraction, which is just the modern media, mm. Channel 7. That's well, exactly what it is. You know what I mean? It's, it's happening. To distract you and waste your mm. energy. I don't know whether it's designed or not. I don't let it come into my field anymore. Mm. I'm like, okay, cool. It's all happening. I've already, uh, I've already evaluated. There's all this atrocities going on. Yeah. Nothing I can do about it out there. Mm. All I can do is is focus my light inwards. True. And come back down to this place and be like, all right, gang, yeah. we're here together. We're gonna. Mm. If we just like stop looking at the government stop relying on the government, mm. stop needing any external support, and if we can just huddle in, like, how would we do it now? Mm. You know true. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, then very true. it's very tempting. You know, you can go on rabbit holes and still explore and stay connected to current affairs as much as you want. But I feel like for me right now, it's about <clears throat> energy focusing on me seeing, experiencing and creating what I want for the future now. Sure. Yeah. And that is, I um, don't need the government. I am independent um, and free determining. Mm. I, you know, create my own sustenance. I give back to my community. Mm. I'm networking with people that are doing the same thing yeah. that aren't bogged down in constantly debating about current affairs because I feel like it's a consumer of our consciousness. Mm. When, yeah, if we all, just went, okay, cool, we can all agree it, it's busted. What are we gonna do about it? And let's sit down and actually get inspired and get creative about using our resources and our intellects and our quantum generators to pull that shit in. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it's at. Yeah. This, and this yeah. is where yeah, we're at with, with the hive. Yeah. This is what Benji and I are doing with our establishment and our businesses and our movements and our messages is just acknowledging that, you know, it's busted. Yep. Um, you know, um, no one else is setting role models or examples for how we can actually change everything. You know what I mean? Mm, 100%. And there's no use like arguing or fighting or protesting for people and things to change out there. It's about Certain doing it. Yeah. Well, what are you guys doing at the Vibe Hive? Like what's, what's happening with it? How can we get involved? Mm, so yeah, we're creating a community space to, that's open for people to come and create and celebrate and heal and unite and for us to also express our own geniuses independent of um, you know the the controlling structures mm. beautiful essentially yeah, beautiful, yeah. you know it's what forced us out in the first place well I know myself with all of the the limitations that were you know like trying to oppose on me I never once bought into it and I was never going to subscribe to it so instantly I'm like okay that's busted I'm going to do this now. I learned, I educated myself that this is the direction that I believe I want to go. This is the community that I want to create mm. to literally start building new ways of being right now and not arguing, debating, being confused or about it outside of me. I'm just like, in my mind, I'm excited about the possibility of creating something that I desire mm. so deeply and passionately about. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's why, <clears throat> that's how we ended up 
on this journey because I know lots of people that were affected by the restrictions and you know my goal and our goal was to you know help support them on that journey and and just just create sustainable ways of being nice. um, connected with different organizations not organizations like mycelium networks yeah mm. local local businesses that are mm. you know <coughs> cultivating uh, you know the betterment of the health and wellness mm -hmm. uh, whether that be psychological emotional spiritual um, or physical um, mm. and and networking with with people that are in alignment with the the values of um, you know a lot of the content of what we've spoken of today mm. you know um, you know and you know ice bath we have a you know a, a large ice bath we're setting up the sweat lodge soon nice. um, we have a, a you know 160 or so meter square open indoor space for um, breath work yoga nice. um, you know and we want to cultivate more of uh, family friendly um, uh, gatherings mm. because you know I, I've facilitated my own and co-facilitated with other people's retreats and events mm. and things and um, you know being a, a father myself there, there seems to be a bit of a limit to that so mm. I wanted to create a space that was very holistic welcome safe inviting yeah. um, mm. where there can be things like uh, you know a storytelling nights with a musician and kids mm. on blankets and pillows and nice. you know it's just just nice wholesome things that um, mm. that are that are not in the confines of more sterile conventional um, you know surroundings where yeah. you know it's um, the where there's you know stories and things being told that that you know that are possibly subversive or mm. you know that aren't in, in the very least that aren't in alignment with uh, cultivating a higher consciousness mm -hmm. yeah. so um yeah um yeah That's so beautiful yeah. And, and, yeah and all the while building our infrastructures physically and financially in ways that are you know free determining yeah yeah and it's you know a, a collaborative space we, we we don't want anyone to be able to um you know to, to come in there and, you know, we want to be able to help people. We want to be able to contribute somehow to anything that mm. they, a workshop or a class or, yeah. um, you know, a, a, an event and, um, you know, see how it ways that they, they can draw on, you know, the, the wider community to make that happen. Mm. Because that's how we, we can create our own little ecosystems mm. of yeah. our communities where we can become more self-determined, self-reliant without having to, um, you know, rely on the government for, for, you know, funding or what have you, you mm. know, so many hands make light work and, you know, that, yeah. that is the whole ethos behind it. And mm. um, I figured, you know, and Slade did too, you know, it's like, well, let's put our money where our mouth is. Let's, let's do this, mm. you know, let, let's, let's, you know, the Gandhi quote, be the example you wish to see in the world, mm. you know, what would I want my 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 daughter to see you know sure. would do we do we want our children to see us living a life of smallness and uh, unlived lives where we are letting uh, 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 you know self-limiting beliefs and and uh, the fear programming mm. dominate us no no we're here to we're here to fucking thrive mm -hmm. we're here to be fucking powerful and potent beings to set that example of greatness for mm. our, our children and the children's children. Mm. 
be the role models as well yeah. that past generations may have been difficult to you know mm. look up to which I <coughs> personally relate to deeply yeah yeah, yeah. 100% so then that mm. foundation for them to stand on your shoulders and keep this movement going yep mm -hmm. and eventually we can <coughs> be rid of this tyrannistic legality mm -hmm. system that take, take yeah. the whole movement back to the land and live in natural yeah. natural law and in, in, in flow with nature you know at the end of the day I think that's the ultimate goal yeah, yeah. Mm. number one thing for it to work is for people to not be in complacency mm. is to is to not wait for someone else to do something not wait for to be told how to do something mm. you know not to be in that complacent mindset because that's how we got into the situation we are, yeah, that we've true. been in the last couple of years. Mm. Yes, sir. No, sir. How high should I jump, sir? You know, who are you? Are you are you mm. a slave? Are you, you know, have you been down on your knees that mm. you got comfortable there? How long have you been there for? You know, mm. is that the example that we, we want to be setting? You know, it's super important to remember as well, building on that that. If we don't create our own structures and our own systems and our own parameters for our life and our community, then we'll fall back to a, someone else's. True. There'll be a default system that we'll yeah. fall back to, which is our society and our government. They have all they have it all figured out, so we don't have to do anything. Mm. The the growth is to create our own systems and our own resources. True. So that we don't have to fall back on the default programming we can be inspired and create our own culture. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Mm. And, and, you know, and, and Slade's not just saying that for, you know, in direct reference to, you know, he and I or, or, or anyone in this room. Mm. This is for all of us. Yeah. You know, we, we, we need to be able to come to a point where our sweat equity, our energy, that, that we use for, for benevolent reasons for, to help mm. and to support uh, our families, our extended families, our communities, as an uh, idealistic as it sounds, you know, we, we do these things because we, we feel in our hearts that's what we need to do. We mm. need to do that. We need to create a world mm. where, where we can, you know, flourish. And we can share loving relationships. We can share, you know, not have conflict, not have these wars and, and all, of, all of this, you know. And mm. um, the, the, way, the way that we, that we can do that is by, you know, working collaboratively, collaboratively together, mm -hmm. you know. Shifting the ego out of it, you know. Shifting the ego out and... That's 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 really that's really all we need to do. Um, yeah, man, that's beautifully yeah, said. Yeah, mm. Beautiful said. Very yeah, thing like we ended there, man. That was yeah. mm -hmm. fantastic. Uh, Amazing. Ending, Good yeah. to end it. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Hey, man, thank you guys both yeah. so much for spending your time. Beautiful. Amazing. All that. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Yeah.